Movie Seasons is a Bottlehead Radio production. Hello and welcome to Movie Seasons, the podcast where we look at a different category of cinema each season and at the movies that make that genre popular. From the sleeper hits, cult classics, box office smashes and the downright disastrous, we have it covered. So join me, Matt, and my brother Chris, and a very special guest, as this week we take a little look at 2004's Dawn of the Dead remake. Before James Gunn made everyone in the galaxy aware of Marvel and Zack Snyder took every ounce of super out of Superman, the two of them collaborated on 2004's Dawn of the Dead remake, reimagining, reinvigorating Thrill Ride. Why the hell is the guy who wrote Scooby-Doo doing the screenplay for Dawn of the Dead remake? These are the comments that led to even death threats for James Gunn. And why is someone famous for making music videos directing? Why is this even being made? And the fact is, like so many other remakes, no one was calling out for it to be updated. No one wanted an updated version of the original. And the budget was slashed because House of the Dead had failed and the studios didn't think the audience wanted zombie movies anymore. However, the Dawn of the Dead remake remake made its budget back in just three days and steadily made over $100 Not the most amount, even back in 2014. But still, let's get into it. Chris? Hello. We're joined by a very, very special guest, those Conspiracy Guy and Why Press Play podcasting legend. Oh, legend. Gordo. How are you, boys? What's the crack? Yeah, we're fine. How are you? Gordo. Very good, very good. Uh, seamless. Right. Seamless. Happens seamless. Already. Yeah. Seamless. Good. good. <laughs> <laughs> now, well, we invited Gordo on because, um, you know, he got us into podcasts. Mm-hmm. We were listening yeah. for, a, I feel for a few years now. When you told me that, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, we've been listening for a couple of yeah. years now. And I thought, look, if you, if the first guest, big, first big podcast celebrity guest we're going to have on, yeah. we have to have, we have to try and get Gordo. <laughs> so thank you <laughs> so much. Yeah, no bothers. I, I've had a few people uh, uh, who started podcasts and were like, hey man, I'm listening to your podcast for ages and uh, you've inspired me to do a podcast. Sometimes... What I hear is, hey, I've been, I, you know, you got me into podcasts. I've listened to podcasts for ages, and I think I can do better than you. So I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> we, aspire, we aspire to be yeah. anywhere near. But the, sure, look, man, when you're playing a musical instrument, you're listening to the guitarists or the, or the pianists that you like, and you try to emulate them, and then you go on. So it's just weird that, like, people are listening and going, yeah, we could do podcasts. But it's for everybody. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. No, you're watching, can do it. watching a movie, uh, uh, you know, a, a, or a, a TV show, and it's like Game of Thrones. You're like, geez, I, yeah, I think I could direct an episode of Game of Thrones and have mm-hmm. it be great. But you need a million dollars to have a goal, yeah. you know. But yeah. podcasting is free, and you can just fucking yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Exactly, that's the thing. Uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about your shows first, Gordo, before we get into? Um, those conspiracy guys started in 2014. Um, it was me and uh, two local reprobates who wanted to talk about conspiracy <laughs> theories online. Uh, Paul and Eamon and um, I worked with Paul in a, a shop in town and we just chat about old bullshit and, and conspiracy theories and uh, Eamon O'Neill who is I think a, a local Wexford shaman man uh, from my town uh, we're, we're friends since we were a kid and I said come on let's make something we talk about stuff online I was always into conspiracy theories ever since I found hash and you know, I was a, I was a questionable, a questionable kind of a young fella. I'd always be like yeah. looking for stuff. So we started the show to try and um, see could we wade through the bullshit that was online and try and find out what's true, what's not true. Yeah, 
completely oblivious to the fucking deluge of bullshit oh, yeah. that was about to come down the pipe. Like, I started researching in 2013 for those conspiracy guys, launched it in 2014 on 9-11, about 9-11, and we made season one in three or four months. And yeah. like three years later, then we're in the middle of fake news yeah. and, you know, Trump's administration. But it's just like, it's bananas how... Mm. Um, how conspiracy theory has taken off. It's a new rock and roll. And I, I could see that like when yeah. we put our show up, it got super big and it was, um, well, when I've done a good job of it though, you done yeah. a really good job of it. Yeah. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to branch out and trying to do like, we research all the stuff online. So I look at all the stuff that's available on the internet. And when I was going to college, I had a few extra resources to look up, you know, proper, uh, cited sources and stuff like that. Um, but to try and get all that information together and talk about it in a funny and friendly and approachable manner rather than like being met with just like a brick yeah. wall of shite you're like Ugh, yeah. i'd rather just not know because there's mm-hmm. so much going on uh we i try to promote critical thinking and taking media on and not being afraid of it and being able to have the tools to like pick it apart to go like here's yeah. the history of why that thing is that thing now so when you see someone talking about that now say like we've done a, a, this whole season in the last few months has been about um money and government and politics mm, yeah and when you're looking at people talking about the stock market and shit, it seems like, you know, backwards Chinese, like you're like, I don't yeah. understand these things. But then, yeah. Then you listen to one of your shows and suddenly you, yeah, you, you, plain you, English, you start you learning say, more. Yeah. yeah. You but learn I, ha- I have to teach myself all that first <laughs> and then like synthesize yeah. the information. Well, I do. I do wonder. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. It's, it's heavy. It's good crack though. And then I have, yeah, uh, I, I tell you what, some of the, um, so some of the episodes as well, some of my favorite ones are the ones that you, people go conspiracy and you think of, you know, Roswell and JFK mm, and yeah. things like that. My favorite episode is the John title time traveler. A time traveler. I, 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 think, I think it is the most, and the Anunnaki. Things I love, like I love, that, I love ancient aliens. I love Anunnaki yeah, yeah. and oh, Zachariah Sitchin for 20 years. I love that stuff. John Tito I mean, is one of my favorite, uh, uh, one of my favorite internet kind of, um, rabbit holes you know we, i yeah. found him when i was living in estonia in, in 2004 i found that story online and me and my little brother were like oh yeah smoke and draw and just like going fucking hell man this lad's been the future <laughs> and he was around like three years ago it was only three years ago fucking hell they wouldn't have left this on the internet if it wasn't true would they like totally yeah. oblivious to i mean the thing is the thing is with those conspiracy guys is if you're in a serious mood there are the serious ones like yeah. um Jimmy Savile. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, there's the serious ones, but then there's the ones a bit more escapism. Mm-hmm. Ones like John Titor and, um, you know, the, the ancient one, aliens. Thing one like my, it's one of my uh, all-time favourites because I got to learn about the human condition and you think, mm. like, oh, werewolves, but it actually comes from a lot of, um, I guess, hu- human analytical phil- phil- philosophy where yeah, people yeah. are going like, I know I'm an animal inside, but you know, I shouldn't like rape and murder and bite people's faces, but I really want to like, it's this thing that you're fighting and it's gone through all these myths and folklores or, um, what about the Mothman, you know, that was just, it's a fucking owl oh, kind of things. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, it is. Yeah. It's, um, and what about are these urban legends and trying to picture all of these different shows. So it's uh, trying to conspiracy is a broad topic and some people oh, have their yeah, idea yeah. of what conspiracy is supposed to be. They're like, no, just make it about like at the NSA. And you're like, um, no, no, <laughs> there's loads more no. to be tickling. There's your a brain. lot more. Yeah. yeah. And like I said, it's very interesting. Yeah. And you can recommend it. Very, yeah. Highly recommend <laughs> it. 
And uh, why press play is your uh, movie podcast? Yeah, I wanted to have a kind of a, a a break away from a conspiracy and heavy research and stuff like that. So I wanted to do like a movie, games, and TV show podcast. Yeah. And the remit for why press play was uh, I love watching like shitty films. I love watching films that oh. should be we shit, but I enjoy them. Do you know mm, what I mean? Yeah. So you're watching like bed knobs and broomsticks and going like that's this. Would you say that shit? No, I quite like it's it. Fantastic. It's fantastic. It's good. Ostensibly, it's not good. <laughs> it's you not know? good, no. No. Um, <laughs> it's a poor man's Mary Poppins or whatever. And Yeah. We watched that to death when we were younger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we watched I watched it to death when I was younger. And then when I got older, I'd take a lot of drugs and then watch it again and be like, make me young again, God. Make me young. Like this, whatever, <laughs> you know. That's the purpose of people taking drugs, I think, is just like... they're drink a load of alcohol and then potter around yeah. like a toddler with a full nappy. That's all yeah. we want is just to be kids again. And uh, with Boy Press Play, I wanted to take a movie like, say, um, The Monster Squad, which I watched oh. by accident when I was a kid. I was flicking around the channels and it stopped. I was like, oh, and go through it and, f- you know, try and find the redeeming features of shit films to try and recommend to people that are overwhelmed by a, a massively full Netflix queue. Like Netflix are fucking hopping the shows yeah. and TVs, the yeah, yeah. TV shows and movies out of it now. Documentaries and documentaries, documentaries. Like it's full. So it's so hard to find something that you're willing to spend your very little free time on. So I wanted to do that kind of legwork for people and find yeah. like little Re- gems. Recommendations. And, yeah, recommendations. Yeah. Like don't, yeah. you know, I did one on gems. Robocop and like we're of the age where we all watched RoboCop, yeah. but there's 20 year olds that will be going through like a, a, a Netflix oh. queue and go over They're RoboCop and go, mm, no, that looks old and shit <laughs> yeah. because they're only born in like 1999. Do you the know what I mean? The amount of people, you know, I, I, I used to know someone and I used to say, I'm going to watch Die Hard at the weekend. And they go, is that the film from like the eighties? And, and you and you go, yeah, yeah. And they go, oh no, that'll be shit. That's old. What? And you go, oh, you're missing out on on literally the best Christmas movie ever. Yeah, it's the Christmas. best Christmas film ever. Absolutely, but it'd be it'd be very similar to like um, us when we were eleven, being told, hey man, you should watch Easy Rider, or you should watch like Apocalypse yeah. Now, or ta- Taxi Driver. Now. You should watch Taxi yeah. Driver. People are like. At eleven, you're all like, um, I don't really like the the, the man Travis Pickle, he, and he's driving the car and he gets mad, and then <laughs> Jodie Foster is really small. I don't like it. Like, who's gonna watch that yeah. shit when you're eleven? But then you get a bit older, then you start watching them. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. So why press play is like picking through all the 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 gems out of the the cow path of life. And trying to pull yeah. them out and go, hey, check this out. So I also do uh, loads of like Let's Plays and stuff online, trying to find like PlayStation games that are in the, the PlayStation Store, in the Steam um, Store uh, on sale. And are they worth your time? Are they worth your money? And I also play yeah. like old retro games, like the old old Genesis games and stuff. And I have... Uh, <laughs> now you're talking our language. Yeah. yeah. I, I've gone through exactly. a few times, like Toki Goes Ape Spit and um, Bubsy and uh, Toe Jam and Earl and all this kind of stuff. So... <laughs> What, one of the best what, uh, is absolutely. still Alad- Aladdin, Aladdin in the Mega Drive. The, Aladdin. You, it sounds a bit childish, but the Lion King it ra- ranked the, up there as one of the top Mega yeah, Drive yeah. games. The Lion King, 
Why don't they make computer games like this anymore? The Lion King and Aladdin. We've got so many yeah. miles out of that game. Throwing apples in Aladdin at the lads when yeah. they're throwing the swords yeah. at you. You're like, boom, have an apple, son. <laughs> it's just, it's just, and the uh, there's the Chaos Engine, the hardest game ever. Oh, made. have you ever played the Chaos Engine? Absolutely, hardest yeah. game. More, oh. super difficult. <laughs> I think we play. I think there's a Let's Play on on the Y Press Play YouTube channel of of that. It's either that or <laughs> one of those other side scrollers, but it's um, super challenging and uh, yeah, really fun. But kids will look at that now and go, ah, it's not like smooth and three D. It's all blocky and it's all yeah. you can only move up, down, left, and yeah, right. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Or like Super Metroid. Like how how many hours and hours did you while away playing Super Metroid? Yes. Yeah. Know? Yeah, Samus. Yeah. Oh. That's the thing. So yeah, both of those shows uh, are available anywhere you want to get shows and uh, there's Facebook pages and Twitters and all this kind of stuff as well. I'm trying to make yeah. extra content like those conspiracy guys are getting quite big, but I want to like plan for the future so I have mm. um the sources that I was promising in the early seasons. It was a pipe dream. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I get, I surely get to make all that stuff. And I had no time. I had a full-time job and I couldn't do it. So I'm trying to get all that stuff done now and make all the accompanying um, content, share all the sources, yeah. share all the links. It takes time. Uh, oh, man, so much time. Like years. Yeah. <laughs> and then the website, thoseconspiracyguys.com, if you want to go check that, it has all the, the episodes and yeah. the articles and stuff on it as well. So. No, that's great. Yeah. Right. So, Chris, mm-hmm. we always start with you. You sure? When did you first watch this <laughs> film? I first saw it probably about five, six, maybe, no, more about nine, ten years ago, maybe. Nine, ten years ago? Yeah. And what were your first impressions? Uh, I liked it. Yeah. Had you seen the original I've seen before? The, I've seen the original and from yourself, and I think I preferred the original. Yeah. Overall, really. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I sort of lean a bit toward, a bit more towards the original, I think, but... Gordo, what about you? I saw it when uh, I downloaded it for the first time from a BitTorrent or a, a P2P <laughs> sharing uh, app called Sharaza, if you remember that. I can't remember that one. Sharaza. It was like no, ED2K, you know, eDonkey 2000. Oh, yeah, so yeah. So I had all those kind of uh, 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 P2P share, like LimeWire or some shit. So I yeah, wanted right. to watch the original Dawn of the Dead and I typed it in and this came down and I was like, wait a minute. I didn't know about Zack Snyder and I didn't know about James Gunn. I didn't know who these guys were. And I let it play. And in the first five minutes, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. This movie <laughs> it's not a, messing it around. It's well. It's Super well. And it starts it's, off with a little bit of... It's a pleasant surprise, isn't it? Yeah, it's like some chick and she's like, oh, here's this f- some downtrodden nurse now. Fuck's sake. Like, this is going to be some old plum ass. And within two minutes, she's riding in the shower. I'm like, yes, please. And then like yeah. two minutes later, there's a small child jumping on her husband. I'm like, I'm in. Turn the lights yeah. off. Let's go. Like, yeah. Um, so about 2006, maybe I got it on a DVD rip. Uh, I, I didn't go to the cinema to see it. I'm not a huge fan of the old ones. But as I got older, mm. um, I would wa- like I'd be more of um, kind of. Well, a, we just said when you get older, you tend to go back this further. Is it, this is it. Yeah. I, like when I was young, I, I used to like horror movies like the, the Halloweens and the Freddy Kruegers and, and this kind of stuff. Mm. Um or, you know, uh, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre or something. It was always, it was always those kind of very, um, like, not George Romero slasher. stuff. Yeah, slasher movies and yeah. stuff. Um, or atmospheric horror, or, you know, like, uh, house break-ins and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. I'd like those kind of ones. And I'm I, I'm really looking forward to the new Purge movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I do like Enjoy the Purge. Love yeah. those Purge yeah, movies, man. So that, that kind of stuff really tickled my, my balls. 
But this one, when I got it by accident, I was like, oh, by accident? And to this day, I would count this in one of my top 10 movies of all time. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. It's, that's how, that's it's, how much I love it. It's just, like you said then, you know, you start and you got this woman, Anna, and she she's at work, then she comes home. Mm-hmm. She's in the shower, she wakes up the next day, and the little girl from next door is standing at the door. I just think, I think little girls in films just scare you anyway. Yeah, little, little girls, especially in horror films, <laughs> yeah. scare you me. You know that's going to happen. You're like, bitch, yeah, what are you exactly, fucking creeping yeah. around there doing in your nightdress? But then, just as she steps through the doorway, her face is just mangled. Yeah. yeah. And you think, oh, here we go. Someone, and then, of course... It looks like just, someone chewed her lips off. And I was like, yeah. but it was yeah. very effective when she stepped out of the shadow. I was like, ah. yeah. Uh, also, she's wearing that white, yeah, the, white, like uh, a nighty thing. And there's just blood down it. And yeah. you think, oh, here we go. Here we go. But, and then, but when the husband uh, or when, when Anna comes over and, and kicks, uh, kicks her off and flies her down the hall, she does this yeah. really scary, like jump back up onto her feet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, like springs back yeah, up. Yeah. That is, yeah. ugh, stop that. <laughs> and then of course, she escapes. Mm-hmm. Leaves her husband behind. She, well, her husband's a zombie. She has to, her husband has to gets fight her, by the her husband for survival. Yeah. He turns around and he's yeah, like, because she, oh. and then she yeah. has to like bash back into the, the bathroom and she falls backwards into the bathroom. That's it. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. She gets trapped in the bathroom. Yeah. Out the window. Out the window. But I think into a, the car. It's a really, um, for, for, a, for a, a zombie movie, right? Usually in a zombie movie, and I saw that in World War Z and I was a little bit, like this is supposed to be the the I guess the regeneration of the zombie movie genre. There's going to be a new World War Z, and it was kind yeah. of World War Z was kind of the um, attack of the clones of the zombie movie yeah. genre. It was all like yeah politics and all this. It's like bitch, show me zombies. I want to see Brad Pitt yeah. with a shotgun. There was a lot of ending cunts. government meetings. Yeah, too many government Things meetings. Like that. And and, and yeah. like the the North Korean lad with no teeth going. Yeah. How the oh, neck yeah. not back. Like it, it <laughs> too much that. how the thing happened. If I wanted to watch something like that, I'd watch Dustin Hoffman and Cuba Gooding Jr. in Outbreak. Don't be giving me oh, how yeah. the fucking virus spread. Like no. this is straight in, no kissing. Like this came in yeah. dry in five minutes. <laughs> you're talking about you're wanna standing on her front lawn, uh, um Sarah Polly, standing on her front lawn, looking out at her neighborhood, half the fucking uh, houses are on fire. There's cars crashing. There's like roving gangs of murderous, carnivorous zombies chasing down people yeah. in their dressing gowns who came out for a look. Got the vicar. Yeah, like the the, the the vicar in the street saying, "Get back inside. Yeah. Get back inside." And he fucking ambulance. Yeah, but yeah. that's that's straight in, man. You know, and it's yeah, not yeah. it's not Romero who, who's a very slow burn, and maybe that's why oh, I, yeah. that's why I didn't really like them then. You know, um, I prefer like a Colombo to uh to uh, uh, a poirot if you know what i mean yeah yeah colombo yeah. is like here's the cunt that killed the girl and here's how he killed her and then the whole thing is trying to find out for colombo how he did it because we know he did it and we're yeah. trying to help him whereas with poirot we are like with poirot we don't know who did it and we're only finding out when he finds out and it's all like oh but yeah. you're it's the- you're stacking all the chips with the lean into the fact that the payoff will be good enough to justify the weight. Do you know? Yes. So when you're watching a Columbo, yeah. you're going, 
I know that this is going to be shit or not. Like one of the ones on Colombo, you know, when uh, he, there was a magician and he cut off someone's head with like a fake guillotine. It's like the oh, worst episode no, of Columbo no. ever, 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 ever. Or like the episode of Murder She Wrote where she was a... Oh, don't get me started yeah. on that. So no. they were, they were try, she was trying to solve a, a crime, uh, like a hacker hacked into a computer, but it's like 1986, so it's all like... Mm. And the code was one, two, three... Four and you're fuck off, Angela. <laughs> so like, if the payoff is not enough, you're not going to hang around. So it said no. Dawn of the Dead, nineteen seventy eight, I think is the original one. Seventy eight, seventy nine, one of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That had that um, build up, build up, build up, emotional payoff, and we we mm. there was a there was like a um, you care. Yeah, there was a big investment in the zombie yeah. that they had in the basement, and he was, you know, uh, uh, kind of like a pet. If I remember, remember oh, correctly, yeah. in, in Dawn of the Dead, in the original one. No, that's, 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 that's Day, day, day of the Dead. So in Day of the Dead. Yeah, Bob. It's like, it's like a, a, hu- <laughs> a huge build up and build up and build up to, to the emotional weight of that zombie's fate. And it's like a flip on a zombie movie genre because they're going like, oh, yeah. it's not the people yeah. we care about. But they're trying to rehumanify or rehumanize the zombies. Yeah, teach them to use the phone. Yeah, I'd use teach them how to do all this. Yeah, I'm not a massive fan of Bub. I like Bub. You like, like Bub, but I'm not a massive fan. It works fan. for me. It works for you. Rehumanitation, yeah. what you said. But with this one, <laughs> but, uh, this one, you're straight in. You know exactly what you're getting. Yeah. This is like yeah, driving it's... the car. We're fucking escaping like straight away. And then after six minutes, thirty seconds, after crazy amounts of people have, de- have been de- killed, like credits. Yeah. You know, that's and you get the the perfect song <laughs> yeah. is Johnny, Johnny Cash, Cash when the man comes yeah. around and it just fits. If you were to say that this was this song was over the opening credits of a zombie film, people would look at you gone out, but it works Absolutely. so well. It's been used on loads it's of YouTube perfect. videos for um zombie walks all over the world. Yeah, yeah. So people are, are like it's... filming the zombie walks and it's like the man. It's really, really effective you know so then so anna crashes a car mm-hmm. how yeah blooming it reminds me of barbara from um not oh, the living Bar- dead barbara from not she the crashed living her dead. car and i thought bloody not another one another crashes one. a bloody car it's not really there's a lot of women and drivers that's <laughs> <laughs> she um, crashes. it's not it's not doing nothing for feminism but it is 2004 like she's crashed the car she's like oh help me and then a big black man yeah, comes along with a gun it. you know Let's talk about that man. The the most badass character I think I have ever seen in a zombie film yeah. is Ving Rhames. Uh, he, he's consistently honest, aggressive, uh, sardonic, yeah. and driven. Yeah. Because most of those yeah. other characters he, in those in those movies have a like a dramatic character turn or a twist or a, you know a but not Ving. He doesn't give a fuck he's, all the way through. I mean, he's he's just the perfect he's the perfect actor for that role. I mean, on 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 um on wide press play, you do an alternative cast. Yeah, and I could think of two people who can play that role other B, than Ving one Rain. of them is B A Baracus. Anyway, oh no, I never <laughs> thought of B A. No, I've got. Uh, you could, you could have uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Sure. Young Lawrence Fishburne. L- younger Lawrence Fishburne, just after The Matrix. Yeah. Or you could have Forrest Whitaker. 
I like, I like the think idea about of the... What about Vin Diesel? Yeah. Vin Diesel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, actually, no, the character. more I think about it, the more I think about yeah. it, yeah. Because it's I think Vin Diesel. It's very much um what's the what's the character he plays in Pitch Black? Riddick. Riddick, yeah. Yeah, it's very much that Riddick, uh, uh, like yeah. I'm a rebel, I don't care. And I think the Guardians of the Galaxy, the the star Star Lord character has a lot of elements of Riddick, where it's just like, I don't care, yes. you're like you can't do that yeah. to me. Yeah, it's the rebel without a cause. That sort of yeah. Some of Graham's of... lines are just like, you know, the bit later on in the movie when they're going down into the underground car park, and uh, uh, Michael, who's the the male love interest, beta male protagonist or whatever. Mm, the wet fish. Yeah, the wet fish. Beta, beta yeah. for life. He He's going like, uh, okay, you take the gun. We're going to go down here and blah, blah, blah. And Ving Rams just comes out of the shadows. And Micah goes to Ving Rams' character, Kenneth, which is the strangest yeah. thing for this guy. Uh, Kenneth, are you coming with us? And he's like, no, y'all are, y'all are coming with me. You're like, damn, son. Like, it's so, it's so cool. And he has this white bandage on his forearm that makes his forearm look mm. like a fucking shank of ham. And you're like, yeah. did he ask for that to be written into the script so that he cut his arm so that they could put a bandage on to make his arms look massive like a wrestler wearing tape he on the biceps? Badass. Fucking class, yeah. man. He looks yeah, badass. So then, like you said, we, we, meet, we meet Ken. And the only reason I can think he's called Ken is because... I think in the original you had Ken Four, yeah. who plays Peter, and they're very much a similar character. So that's the only reason because Ken, for that character, Ken, the name doesn't quite fit. Kenny. Yeah, he doesn't look like a Kenny, but it's no. it's it's um, it, it's a movie full of homage for the older genre and i think when schneider and gunn were putting yeah. this together that they were like this could like reinvigorate the zombie genre and to be honest it really really did yeah. like this movie it came out around that time yeah well just after 28 days mm. later yeah things like that and it it just hit the beginning of the there's like the zombie uh the big like, zombie boom yeah the surge you know then yeah but i, think I mean it's not stopped at the same time as well though um like I, I've talked about this on a couple of episodes of, of those conspiracy guys. Um, the whole thing around zombie movies is that I think it's people want to have a new world to live in. Mm. And they can't see any other way except for like drastic climb, uh, uh, like climactic cleansing. cleansing yeah. Yeah. Like a, a huge cataclysmic change has to happen all at once. Like the poles will shift and the ice will melt and mm-hmm. like the day after tomorrow and fucking New York are covered in water. Or, uh, you know, there's a, a virus and everyone gets wiped out except for like 100,000 people and they're the soundest ones and they can start again or whatever. And I think the world was getting too heavy at that time. It's like 2004, 5, 6. People were taking into mortgages. They were getting into stuff that was like real heavy shit. And even though it was like the boom time, um, there was a lot of people that were living right on the edge and mm. as rich as some people were, there was other people under enormous stress and enormous stuff. Like that's why Fight Club was so popular at the time. Oh yeah, because like yeah, the whole thing is like we're going to destroy the credit system. People were like, oh, I love the idea of that, and they were so angry and they want to punch the heads of each other. And it just 
it just worked, you know, just like, and that was from a, a book from 10 years before, just like now The Handmaid's Tale is like top of the charts on, t- on TV Watch. And Margaret yeah. Atwood wrote that in like 1980, 1981 or 1983 or something like that. Yeah, it was early 80s. Yeah. Yeah. And so all the way back then she wrote that and it stayed on some producer's desk for ages and ages until it got developed into The, the, the Handmaid's Tale now. And it couldn't be more relevant. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think zombie movies are played out a little bit now, but this hit right at the very right time. Perfect yeah. time. And it's that whole thing. I mean, we've, we've talked about it in the previous mm. episodes, this being our zombie season, is mm-hmm. that it's that escapism as well. It's the sort of, how 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 would I survive? Yeah. How What would I do? Yeah. You know, I mean. They've, re- they've reinvigorated it now in something like Westworld, where it's that same, yeah. uh, same, same premise. premise, that same motive. Yeah. But it's just with a like a cowboy skin or a ninja skin. Spoilers. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, spoilers! I haven't watched second season. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I'll let's it face it, we all know it was coming. <laughs> we all knew it was coming. If you want to make something better, ninja. just add ninjas. That's all I'm saying. Oh yeah, <laughs> makes everything That's better. Um, um. But yeah, when he so, yeah. when he meets Michael, I thought that Michael guy uh, who is the beta, he is yeah. beta. Like he's such a little whingy. He's cunt. Such a. But I mean, a really bad actor, and I always wondered why he never showed up in a lot more stuff. I've seen him in like one or two little things, and he just went away. He's very quiet. He's not good, though. He's sort of a whisperer. He's not good. There's a lot of whispering, I think, with him. I mean, whether it's just the part, this is always the thing you can say. Yeah. You know, actions speak louder than words. And actions he, speak louder than words. And he has actions that are massive. Yeah, but... he does. He does. This is the thing. He's not a. He. I've got a problem with the character development in this film. Mm. Massive. Yeah, me too. But. <laughs> but his character does go from being quite the sort of because because Ken and Anna meet Michael and Andre mm. and uh, Luda yeah. who's pregnant and and then when with Michael he's sort of he's very polite he's very sort of well spoken and he can fight but that. That's sort of about it. There's not really any. There's no hero in him. <laughs> no, he mm. just. But, that's why I said wet fish. But that's. I, I, I think just... that's maybe what the lads were going for when they cast him. It's like this is a fucking guy that says TVs and Best Buy. He's not muscly. Yeah. He's not particularly skilled in any martial art. He can shoot a gun or he can fight. Like we can see uh, when they find. I don't want to go too far ahead on you now, but when you get into no. the. Um, the shopping center and they're going around checking and he opens the door of the sports shop and he looks in and there's he has to fight a zombie on his own and he, he's deciding between the crowbar and the croquet mallet and you're like okay yeah. okay are any of them going to be useful with your fucking weedy wet spaghetti arms like nothing's gonna get a machete go get a baseball bat like get something yeah and but then doesn't he pick the, cro- he, the yeah, croquet mallet pissed, yeah, yeah over the crowbar yeah. i mean if they've got <laughs> only two options but they couldn't have a crowbar break and become sharp to stab through somebody's skull. Yeah. So that's obviously where that came from. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But you can see, like, he has never been in an altercation before. And that scene says yeah. it all for that character because when the guy, there's like a, a Hispanic janitor who's eating some Asian guy in the closet and he stands up yeah. and he goes, <laughs> and he runs for him. <laughs> and Michael swings, thinking, like, this is how they do it in the movies and cracks him on the jaw. And it doesn't even, your man doesn't even, it doesn't yeah, even phase him. And he mm. keeps going and he starts to attack him or whatever. Like, that's a realization you see on Michael's face. Like, oh, fuck, this is actually really difficult. 
I thought I'd yeah. be grand, and I'm totally not. And I think that's more a little real, bit more on the yeah. Ball. It's more real yeah. than like if any of us were caught in a zombie, you know, outbreak, we think we'd know what we would do. Yeah, but it would absolutely. This be is what yeah. not the thing. That see, this is what I'm. Yeah, going back to the whole thing of this is why the films are so popular because you literally sit there and go, I would not do that. Yeah. I would not do it's that. It's like, so I do. I reckon it would be like Tesco's or something. Would you? Yeah, okay, I mean, just it, open it's, Tesco's? Like, it's, it's like going to Tesco. You always <laughs> say, right, why in a zombie apocalypse don't you go to Tesco? Tesco's got everything. Shut the doors though. and go and live in the room. Tesco's got and then you've got all you the food now. you want. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, it's that easy. But everyone it? thinks that. So then Tesco's will be fucking full. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it'll be full. Yeah. Like Christmas Eve. No, I think um, <laughs> they, they went through that kind of stuff in. Uh, uh, 28 days later and Brendan Gleeson brings them all to the supermarket and everything has gone off, you know, and, and it's also yeah. in places where that have been we covered this last week, 28 days all later. Right. This yeah. was like loads of people in, yeah. in a concentrated area. So you're like, mm. you don't want to hang around there. You want to be out in the open. You want to be out in the country. And that's what they were yeah. heading for. So this one yeah. where they went to the mall because it was just somewhere to be inside, I think it was a little bit unexplained. It was just like, let's do that thing. Okay. But, well, yeah, literally. but that's the theme of the movie. It's yeah. like straight in, let's go, get you into the place and yeah. start the drama, which I like. Right there, don't they? Yeah. I mean, like, like you just said about when they get to them all, you've got Michael and his fight. He, he gets in a in a fight with a zombie. Yeah. And obviously, I mean, uh, you said about Ken's got the bandage on his arm. He gets attacked. Luda gets attacked and bitten. At the fountain scene, but we're yeah. Not, yeah, but we're not quite sure at the fountain. She gets bitten on the arm. Um. I mean, what what do you think of uh, of Andre and Luda? I I, I think they're very yeah. weak characters. Yeah, yeah, I don't particularly like them. They don't particularly do much about the no. whole thing. I don't think they're no. just there for the ride. I think. But they suffer because of what happens later. Mm. But they also we'll they also that. put suffering on other people for their own selfishness. And I think it was supposed to be like Andre was supposed to be much more of a gangster kind of guy and was yeah. supposed to have yeah. his counterpart in Kenneth in Ving Rames's character but he played two kind of middle of the road uh, like black family man oh, no. he was supposed to be like gangster yeah. because there was one line when they were going to bed the first night and he's like um uh something like I, I ain't getting I ain't I ain't leaving my protection up to some guy who sells TVs and then Ving Rames goes better than leaving it up to someone who steals them so he's supposed to be he's supposed to be much more of a gangster type but because the actor yeah, wasn't that, that rough it? cut and he didn't act it he's supposed to be like a homie who who got this russian bird pregnant but it doesn't seem mm. that way um so he didn't play it. What, what i mean by they suffer is i think that i think all of these characters at the beginning suffer because more characters come in later yeah, and I like that element of kind of a refresh of the of the character base. And that's happened in, yeah. in a load of those old zombie movies where you get like a busload that comes in because the dynamic has already been set. If you have that many people in it from the start, mm. it's very difficult to carve out who is the lead role uh, and carve out their, in the first act and the start of the second act, to carve out their mm. um, characteristics. So we had to find out that Michael was a leader so that the payoff at the end would work for him. We had to find out that Anna mm -hmm. was like strong, independent, doesn't take any shit, but she's also like vulnerable. Like that moment where they're first in the uh, shopping center and she gets a moment on her own. And it's really the first moment 
to pause for thought oh, yeah. since the whole thing started yeah. and she's like picking her shoes yeah, out of the last one found yeah she's going out to get a mm. to get a first aid kit to fix a big yeah, that's arm. Right. and she's going through the shoe bin and she's like tying yeah. her shoes and she gets a minute to sit there and she's like oh the world is fucked and she starts roaring crying <laughs> and then the next minute her man's like well come on get out of there come out of there and she's like oh fuck's sake so it's just yeah because that's uh is that cj no that was uh, this was, that was one, of, one of the guards yeah it was his one of the guys, oh, his buddy. yeah. You see, so yeah, like we said, they're in the shopping mall and then they meet. The, they they go upstairs. Yeah, you go up in the lift. The lift door opens and you got three security mm-hmm. guards there. And CJ's the leader, and he just doesn't want them there. He says, no. "This is our mall. Get out." Blah 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 blah. So then you've got you've sort of got quite a weak um, conflict. It it's never really builds to anything really because. Ultimately, they lock him up, and then when they need him, they let him out, and he helps them, think, and then everything's forgotten. Yeah. I, I disagree with you. I think CJ was the the best, most developed, most redemptive, and consistent character after Ving Rhames. Like Ving Rhames was solid, same personality all the way through, never changed mm. until you know. I don't want to spoil it. And CJ, the same. Like he came out as a cunt, very strong. But you could see yeah, that there was like a kernel of change in him. And as the movie went along, that kernel like popped into a like a beautiful popcorn of of uh, uh, generosity and empathy. And he eventually mm. like changed from completely like it's it's all me. Fuck you. Get in the cage. You're sleeping in there mm. to I'm going to sacrifice myself for the greater good of the group. Yeah. Like that's that's no, the I, biggest I, I, I of development in the movie, I think. The change though in CJ happened so quick. I think that this is what I mean. No real reason. It's so if I'd if I'd have been locked up and then I suddenly been let out, I'd been mad at the rest of the group. I mean, I mean, obviously rather than. But but there was no there was elements of of his development. You could see it kept on flashing back to him. So when when the lads were up on the roof and they were pointing the guns and your one and Anna says, "Don't point that gun at me." It's like, what are you going to do about it? And then the next thing, uh, Michael and Ving Rams jump out and and get the guns. And the third security guard, the little cook soy boy, who's fucking yeah. dying after your one Nicole with the red hair, who shows up because she has a lovely tight. He's like, what's uh, his name? I don't even know. Oh. Chris, I think. Terry. Terry, yeah, fucking soy boy, right? So this guy, <laughs> uh, he turns on CJ and he's like, "Yeah, CJ, cool." <laughs> and CJ is like, "You too." motherfucker and bart is like too dumb to rebel so he's just like oh bart's just a waste of character i'm with cj i think he's the he's the he's the great kind of uh, um uh, expendable character he's the guy in the in the red suit that goes down on the that goes down on the planet with the star trek yeah yeah so when cj is then taken prisoner they put him into the thing and and your one and your one is like uh anna's like no that's what you get for fucking around and he's like I was just trying to protect myself and protect all of us because he didn't trust anybody. Mm. And that was the problem. No, he, didn't. No. he didn't trust the anybody. Trust issues, I think, so no. there was three <laughs> different scenes where he was developing his trust. Mm. So the magazine. The magazine. Yeah. The the watching the group through the cage and being told by the new guy who was like, I knew I was gay when I was 13. And the pool boy took off his top and he's like, <laughs> and he's holding his head and he's like going crazy. Like those three things 
were examinations of CJ's ability to empathize and to yeah, break down. Open his, him up a little yeah, bit, and yeah. opened him up. And then when he finally got the chance to get out, to come down and help the lads in the basement, he was a fucking rock star. And there's a moment when Michael goes, CJ, catch! And he throws him the gun. And there isn't any animosity yeah. or there isn't any moment to trust us. Like, we're all in this together if we need to survive. Yeah. And Michael, without hesitation, throws him the gun, catches it, blows the man, lights the fires, like, CJ matches, takes the lighter out, yeah. like it's a well-oiled machine. And after that, yeah. he's on board. He's like, I'll fucking die for this gang. So I think his yeah. character development was the best of all of them in the movie. What, what I meant was the, I think his character development is up there with Ving Rhames's He's a good it, character. For, for me, it's fun. the it's the conflict. It's the it just seems as though there's quite a I can I, I understand is that sort of arrogant. This mm. is our place. Mm. Get out. But for me, it doesn't. Maybe I'm sort of concentrating too much on the original because in the original you get the bikers yeah. coming at the end. There, but, and, but in the original, in there's film, a definite like us versus yeah. them. Whereas in mm. in the 2004 version, it's humans versus zombies zombies yeah and that's but do you think that this film misses the conflict that this no. that this this is what i was saying that this this conflict with cj is purely in there for not to mimic for, the original not to mimic the original but just for the sake of for it human drama I think. for a little bit of drama There's yeah not much conflict though, isn't the, there? the character of cj is is the, my second favorite character in the film behind Ving yeah Rose. me too it's such a fantastic character yeah, brilliant. but i think i think it's like uh it's not a conflict with CJ. It's not the group against CJ. Like, they were still yeah. quite amicable. Like, he was allowing them to sleep in the bed, and he wasn't like, get out of this fucking place. It wasn't like, we're going to kill you. Like, bikers come along. No, he let him stay. Yeah, yeah. Let him stay and all that stuff. So he did have empathy. He just didn't have trust. So it was an... He inter- was more against himself. Exactly. It was a conflict against and himself. Like yeah. Mm. Like, what happens? Something happens. The Does the, gen- the electricity go off? Yeah, the generator goes off. Yeah, the generator off. goes off. And only CJ can fix it, is that right? Or something? The only, the oh, no, only CJ knows where it is. Where it yeah. is. He yeah. knows where it is, right? And, they take a, and like you said, my my favourite scene in the film is the one you just described, where Michael, Terry just gets ripped to bits. <laughs> yeah. The second he goes down there, you know he's he's a guy. Poor old Barrett. You, you yeah. just know. Oh, you know, Terry, he's no, Bart, yeah, Bart. He's just so expendable. Uh, but it's the uh, way that... CJ! He calls really, really... Yeah, uh, just, uh, CJ helps. Pathetically, yeah. And, you get this the zombie without legs, and he's sort of on this. Um, oh, that's so that's so good. It's like these rails, and it's he's hanging on chains, and comes mm. and and he's doing the of, monkey bars on these chains. Yeah, and he's, he's doing like monkey bars on these chains, and it jumps on top of Bart and just rips him to pieces. But it's that it's that classic, but no. uh, uh, zombie movie moment where your man is like, and everything's gonna be fine. I couldn't see anything <laughs> happening wrong here. <laughs> Three, two, one, legless zombie. But I thought that was legless very zombie. very cleverly. Um, executed by the people who made the movie because they're like it was a dutch angle from down low going up to the roof and it was a really weird angle and it upset you when you look at it like you're like that's a weird angle yeah it does and then you just see see it coming behind him him. but it's like you don't see that done um maybe in the the walking dead in the first episode when you're walking along and there's like an emaciated dried out corpse with no legs and it's all like "Ah," at the start and you're like oh and that's the usual utility for a zombie with no legs. It's like it's there and it's crawling and it's yeah, slow. On the floor. And it gives yeah. the character time to go like, oh, I can see one up close without the fear of it jumping at me or running at me. Oh, yeah. and usually a legless zombie is like an impotent force um, of 
yeah. realization for the character where they're going like now i know what i'm fighting i can look it in the eye and then shoot it in the head but like this is this, exactly. this yeah. was on the on the fucking pipes like this going i'm gonna eat that kind of <laughs> jumped on his back and all brilliant like and bart is swinging around and your man has his like bloody stumps like flying around in the air flying around up his back and then he just gets swarmed ripped to bits but it's this bit you were saying when when they do they get the generator going then they get through the fence Mm. in they shut the fence in and you know ken's covering them and michael's trying to shut the shut the gate and they have the dog dog. oh yeah they get the dog that was a pain in the hole I mean, that dog is a pain in the fucking hole. But that was a great scene. And when they set them all on fire, and it was like, yeah, we can work together. And when they got yes, back in. CJ yeah. matches. That bit. You is need it. the dog, though, for later on in the film. You though. do need the dog for later. Yeah, I think it was a little bit. Better. That whole dog, and, and like when the new people arrived, I thought the truck pulling up was really like, you know, a great way to. Uh, uh, kick off the middle of Act Two, and you're like, oh, yeah, shit's going to get real now. Yeah, definitely. And the lads go out the door. And then they see the people jumping up on the on the roof and they're all like, come back in. Yeah, they're climbing on top of the truck and they're climbing on yeah. the roof, yeah. And you're like, for what do we come out here for? Shit! And then the Chinese guy <laughs> with one arm is running at the door and you're like, fuck, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. It was a nice... That bit always sticks to me yeah. as well. That image of him coming, just running, running, like relentlessly, just non-stop going towards that like door. Like a whippet. The panic. Panic. Mm. You're like, close it. So you don't know who's... But that means you're invested. I think that's that's one of those investment tests that they put in those horror movies where you're like, one of the main characters almost dies. And then yeah. you start realizing, oh my God, I, I care about these people. Shit. I hope he doesn't <laughs> die. Fuck. For, um, for, for me, though, the, the truck is. I can hear you don't like I it. I don't think. I don't <laughs> like it. I don't. Why? <laughs> no, I, I don't like. No, the, the truck is fine. It's I, the people in the truck. <laughs> the, the, you know, the, you get these. All of us. So, so you've got. You've got Anna, Michael, Ken. Um. Andre, Luda, and the three security guys. Yeah. You've got CJ, Bart, and Terry. You've got eight people there. And all of those characters, within the first, I think, 35 minutes until the truck shows up, all of those characters yeah. have been laid out. Their characters have been developed. We all know who they are, and it's very clearly defined that that's the main group. And as the, mov- do we need, as the movie goes on... Do we on, need I think- a truckload more people? Well, so I was happy because they're all cannon fodder. Apart from the girl... That they're just all cannon fodder, mm. and instead of this is a little bit half of them been bitten, though, aren't they? Or no, well, one one woman's been bitten, but oh no, oh no, the the man's been bitten as well. There's a man and a woman that oh, have been oh, bitten. Yeah, the sure farmer from pig, pig in the City got bit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that'll do, pig. Oh. <laughs> I was half expecting these rival the people in the trap to be rivals rather than people who are going to join them. Oh, what, what people who were going to take over, yeah. yeah, try and take over. Yeah, yeah, the truck doors go up, people were rushing out with guns, take over them all, yeah. shoot them. But You see, that might have been a little bit more, not interesting, but the thing is, we get all these characters turn up. When, for me, personally, I would have liked to see the characters we've already got do more. And then by the, by the end of whatever happens to them, whether they live or whether they die... You're going to care a little bit more about them. I don't care about Tucker, who's in the truck. I don't care mm. about the woman who's in the truck. You know, the blonde. I don't care about the older woman in the truck. I don't care about any. They're up, just I, canon. I think they you, you end up liking Tucker. You end up liking um, the older gay man. You end up liking the old woman because she's a badass and she smokes fags. She is a badass. Ty Burrell. So, yeah, saying the, that. The, what, what was his? Uh, uh, Steve. What's his? Steve. Steve Marcus. Yeah. yeah. Like... 
He's an awful cunt and he's great at it. He's horrible. Yeah, he is. But the thing is, I just, for me, I like, especially in a zombie film, I like the smaller cast, the smaller, the smaller oh, yeah. group of survivors make the whole situation they're in feel worse. You like, because like there's the not road many of or Book of Eli or yes, 28 yeah. Days Later or... 28 Days Later. Yeah. I mean, you look at... Um, i tell you what, the best remake of the original... Nothing is wrong with this remake of Dawn of the Dead. It is a fantastic film. It's not even a remake, but, though, to be honest. No, it's not. It's Like I said in the, in the intro, it's more of a reimagining. Yeah. And I was very, the I was best very remake of the original Dawn of the Dead, Dead. is Zombieland. Yes. Zombieland. Yeah. Zombieland is the best remake of the original Dawn of the <laughs> yeah. Dead because it's got the comedy element yeah. element. It you know, just like the original, but it's scary. You do care about the characters. Mm. You don't I mean Zombieland's a little bit more and we'll come to this another week, I'm sure. <laughs> but you never really feel that the characters are under that much no, of a threat in Zombieland. Really. It's, but it's more of the comedy involved in it. It's more the comedy, yeah. but that's a good representation of what the first Dawn of the Dead was like. Whereas this is more 28, 28 days later. It's yeah. more You've got running zombies yeah. now. It depends yeah. on the type of zombie though that dictates the pace of the film. So if you have yeah. if you have a Romero zombie, it's like blockades, lots of dialogue, um, you know, yeah. humans laying out their parameters of of control or sub subjugation. They're going like uh, yeah, I'll do what you say, but if you do this, or there's guys making deals, and it's all about the humans, and then the zombies in the the classic zombie movies are kind of like the the the, the ineffable malevolent force, right? So it's like yeah. the mist in the movie, the mist. That's a fantastic. <laughs> the mist in the movie, the mist, are the aliens in Signs. Yeah, they're not in it till. Well, I mean, they're they, they're always yeah. there. It's always they're always there. That's pushing you. On don't you don't really know what it is. Exactly. So yeah. in this, the zombies are from the very very start very much part of the narrative, and they drive the story forward. They are they themselves a, a character. Whereas in the movie Signs, like the the unseen alien is just a force that's kind of manipulating all the stuff around the humans in order for the humans to react and make it interesting for the viewer. Whereas in this Dawn of the Dead, the humans are acting actually like people. Because what would happen if a bunch of people got stuck in the zombie apocalypse? They'd try to find other exactly. people. That's what would happen straight away. Yeah. So you would get very quickly bigger and bigger gangs and groups of people. And we can see even, you know, you could do a prequel to Dawn of the Dead 2004 and show what happened with the first, yeah. uh, uh, you, you know, could. when Michael goes, we tried to get through there back when there was eight of us. That got me. That bit always gets what me. To those you other go, five people and who were they, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's such a, um, it's such a contrast from the first film. Yeah. But you I don't know, think it's a remake. It's just a, a it, renaming. It, it's a remake in title yeah. alone. I think. And I think <laughs> but, the, the, the one after this, I think it was day of the dead, 2007. Yeah. Um, with Ving Rhames in again. Ving Rhames and who's the guy from Speed that has no fingers? What's that actor called? Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper. He's in that Day of the Dead. No, that was, no, no uh, which one? He was in Land of the Dead. That was the one, Land of the Dead. Land this of was the Dead. The, Land of the yeah. Dead was seen as like the sequel to this Dawn of the Dead in the new of the Dead series, yeah. right? And I thought it was really very... Um, 
lackluster, but it was, it was very much of the Romero school of zombies. So they had the slow moving zombies, but remember they had that like the, the, the black zombie leader and he got like sentient and he was able to command yes, the other zombies right. and yes, stuff like that. Yes, so there was yes. a whole new element put into it. I think the zombies in this 2004 version and you're after doing a whole season on zombies and all the different types of zombies are all very uh, functional within a movie in how they make the characters react because they are just a plot point because they don't talk or anything. We're not talking about Fido. Did you ever watch that movie? Fido, Fido no, is a great zombie movie because it totally subverts all zombie rules, all zombie actions. Yes, and no, I've seen it. It's uh, um, Billy Connolly plays this zombie in a reimagined 1950s landscape where some space, it's like the whole first two minutes is like, space mm. dust came down from space and landed on the graves <laughs> of people and reanimated all the bodies. <laughs> It's a bit wild. And then, and right. then somebody invented these collars and they were able to put the collars on the zombies to stop them like wanting right. brains and blood. So Fido gets this collar put on him and he's a pet. He's like a slave for these people in this 1950s America. And his collar malfunctions and he starts eating people and stuff like that. So it's a really nice uh, um, manipulation of the traditional zombie role because he actually talks and he has some he has some interactions mm. with the characters whereas this is like it's a malevolent threat they come in different forms mm. like some have no legs some are you know on fire but they're never manip- they're just there yeah, to push the to push the plot forward. forward whereas in this yeah. movie the people are pushing the plot forward in spite of the zombies mm. that's why it's good yes yeah whereas yeah because yeah Sorry, go on. Whereas, go like, do you know, at the end of this movie, when, when it's like, panic, panic, and the doors are open, and they're trying to get out of the sewer, and he makes the noise, you know, when they're saving Andy and stuff like that, and the, yeah. the zombies yeah. get into the into the shopping center, and people are running, it's like, okay, we got to go now, we got to go now. Like, yeah. that wasn't the zombies that did that. That was the people that did that. That was the people yeah. that did that, yeah. So, so well, let's explain this. So, you've got the shopping center on one side of the street. Yeah. On the other side of the street, you've got Andy's gun yeah. shop, and yeah. Andy... Andy is again. He's he's badass. I yeah, mean, I I, I, would, I would, in the He's film. fantastic. I yeah. mean, he says probably two lines in the yeah, film. But he's such a good, he's such a good character. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. They, you know, he he sits on the roof of his shop, and Ving Rhames sits on the on the roof mm. of the shopping mall, and they just have these big whiteboards, yeah. and they write, right, right, they play chess. Okay, chess. They play chess. chess and they, they hold up the moves, and, and you know, they pick out different zombies in the in the in, crowd. in the crowd for celebrities, isn't it? Yeah, and they pick them out. Yeah, Brandy to shoot. Burt Reynolds, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, so he, he says he's running out of food. Yeah. Ah, hang on, hang on. We've missed one very big part of this film. Right, the dog? No, the baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. The pregnant and, lady. And so. The pregnant lady and the baby and Andre and Luda. Yeah. And they boxed off from yeah. the rest of the group to go because you're one, yeah. because Luda got bitten while the fountain scene was happening. Then, yeah. Where Ving Rhames got his and arm. And Andre Hyder. Andre Hyder. And I think that was the worst decision for two of the most yes. disparate and expendable characters that had no yeah. depth in the whole movie. No. And they had Nothing. their own subplot away from everybody else. Yeah. And then they dragged the old lady in and she got shot and killed. Like <laughs> yeah. that was just a polyp on the arsehole of this movie. Like it didn't need to be there at all. You could have just yes. got it suited, no. got it burned yeah. off like a wart. <laughs> 
doesn't need to be there because it's just no it doesn't it's just a gr- like it's gratuitous uh, uh graphic yes. zombieism it's, where they're like how it, do we get a zombie baby into mm. the yeah movie? it's the shock it's so that people come out and go can you believe they did the zombie baby and it means nothing That's all. it's it to get people talking nothing. yeah it changed nothing no. it developed nothing in the no. film it had no bearing on what happened mm. after it took it, it took just... three main characters out of the interaction with out the other the ones film. yeah 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 so we just had to touch on that. Yeah, so is that, is that, is that no to. one would go check up on this pregnant lady throughout the whole yeah, film? Yeah, no one's checking on her. And she's going to need all this special baby stuff and pregnancy stuff, I guess. I mean, the room, the room is full. <laughs> the room is full of baby stuff. Yeah. But it, it's, no one goes see it's her. the fact that she looks like she's been a zombie for a while yeah. and no one's been to see her. Yeah, but if she has to get, like, what happens if she's having the baby and she has to get one of those, what's it called? Episiotomy or something? You know, when you cut the wall between the vagina and the anus and make it a vaginus oh god so that no. the baby has extra room for it to come out you're making that up is that a real thing is this uh yeah i hope not i hope not christopher <laughs> is it called episiotomy i think it's called where they're like the, the fanny hole won't open up enough for the head to go through so the doctor just goes in and goes and just like cuts the taint so that the arsehole and the fanny hole kind of become one big hole and then the baby just flies out and then they sew it up real quick and hope you don't notice what? I, I really I really hope that's not Yeah, true. it is true. It's absolutely true. Jesus. You can look at it on YouTube, it's awful. So I'm fine. Um, <laughs> um But yeah, what happens so, if that needs to happen? Like what happens if she needs yeah. a cesarean section? What happens if she needs oxygen or yeah. you know, so, like there was nobody helping and Andre was no. not only was he being irresponsible, but he knew yeah. she was turned into a zombie. But everybody else was like, um, if she dies, I'm gonna go and check on her. Yeah, if she dies, like she's dead and the baby's dead, do you not want any help? Yeah, you know, Especially the women in the group yeah. didn't force no. to help. Like to me, that'd be giving out alarm bells of domestic abuse. I'd be like, if he has her like away from everybody else, she's quiet. He's a bit of a rowdy bio. He has a gun. He's getting aggressive at us when we ask how she is. That's all yeah. fucking yeah. He does indicators yeah. of domestic and then, of abuse, course- man. And then, of course, in the end, like you said, the the old lady goes to you know, to you, see her. You know what? Actually, um, she turns to the dark side. The woman to a zombie. To a zombie, yeah, the dark side, yeah. And then you see in the belly, it all starts to rumble and a yeah. rumble. I thought that was going to be alien. Like it's going to pop out yeah, the top. Like, like alien. Pop <laughs> out, I thought yeah. the baby being a zombie was going to eat the mother from the inside when I watched it first. I did. Yeah. I yeah. Literally well. alien. Yeah. Her and then and then burst out. Yeah. 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 But. I mean, what we got was bad enough, so... I think quite they cool. put a lot of work into those yeah. CGI uh, eyes. The baby eyes. The eyes. Yeah. It was the eyes as well, yeah. The eyes really got And it. I thought Definitely. when it was going to be made into a sequel that, like, the new, stronger zombies were going to be, like, first-generation born zombies. Born zombies, yeah. See, that's a good idea for... I don't know if that's ever been done, mm. but that's a really good idea. Like, that's how that's how yeah. the Night King was made or something, you know? It seems like... Yeah. That if Oh, what, in... Uh, Game of Thrones? Uh, what's it? Yeah, yeah Game so of Thrones, yeah. If, if, you were, if you were, like, a, a, a zombie, a pregnant zombie, when you gave birth, that was, like, that grew up in your body as a zombie, being fed by mm. the protein you eat... Mm. Uh, 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 in brains or whatever so it grew up like super strong and it was do you know what I mean like that'd be a great yeah. way to take it on into the next one so you have this baby that's a zombie and he grows like super fast so he becomes an adult in like three weeks and he's like taking bites <laughs> out of adults crawling around <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> you know? 
like Alien, like the Xenomorph. Yeah, yeah. You know, it goes from being this thing in, in the little the little wormy one running yeah. about to the actual full grown. Yeah. And then, and then he looks like fucking uh, uh, Andre the Giant or something, but he's a zombie. <laughs> and you know he's different because he has the different eyes and he's all like, ah. Yeah. And yes, like, yeah. Controlling the other zombies, yeah. things like that. Like you said, like sentient zombies. He could, he could uh, control his hunger if he has been brought upon that uh, nutrition of a person already. So therefore he doesn't have to seek out humans. I mean, but how is that a threat it. then? Well, it's not really. Is it? He can fight for the humans. <gasps> How is that a threat? That's a good idea. Well, That's a good. Like, he can fight for the humans. And he likes it. Like, <laughs> he can be like, yeah. I can, I can, I can or you talk like Andre the Giant, like, I can teach you how to defeat my, everybody else. <laughs> hey, got a peanut? Like, that'd be great. So, I mean, he'd be like Blade for the zombies. Oh, vampires. Yes. Halfway between. He's like, he's got zombie strength. That's not be know how, but he's really, really, I can't believe this is happening. (laughs) So, we had to go back to the baby bit, though. You we can't skip over that, but then, like you said, that Andy is is, shows a sign saying he's out of food, he's run out of food. So, they send they lower the dog off of the roof, yeah, they pack the dog full of food, and then Andy whistles, and the dog runs over and he lets the dog in. And loads of zombies. Yeah, and he gets bitten and he's like, I mean, ooh, those guys bite hard. And you're like, <laughs> fuck <laughs> sake. And, and you just think, oh, Andy. But you see, you have to remember yeah. at the start of all of these movies, if they don't give the exposition about how the virus spreads or if it's not told yeah, to the people, yeah. you have to presume it's that they don't know. Like, I can't mm. think of any zombie movie where a zombie outbreak happens and then everybody in the movie goes, oh, my God, it's zombies. Like nobody is nobody knows no. it's actually zombies. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Ah, I've got one. Well, well, well. It's Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. So that's the, Shaun of the Dead. That's the satire. So they like they don't know that it's zombies. They're like, yeah. and, uh, you always hear the news reports where it's all like, uh, and strange reports of people biting other people for some reason. You know, <laughs> and, and every radio station has it like, Ghost of a Thousand Zombie. Like if Japan, Japanese radio and shit, and you're trying to flick through. It doesn't, it, 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 it's not functional in a movie like that to have somebody to know, yeah, these are zombies and you have to shoot them in the head. So that's why yeah. the people in the van came because they had the information. They had the fat woman in the wheelbarrow mm. that everybody got to watch die and then come back because they yeah. were like, oh, they're undead. Oh. Mm. And then uh. it's like, how did she die? Why did she die? Well, somebody bit her a while ago. Oh, so it's the bites that kill you. Yeah. And then they confirmed yeah. it by getting the the farmer from Babe Pig in the City, the skinny lad, to go like, well, I've got bitten. And they're like, okay, we're going to have to kill you. And in that three minutes of the movie, I think, is the worst part of the acting, yeah. the scripting, Definitely. and the zombie technical exposition. In that three minutes, Definitely. you got told how the zombies attack, what their motivations are, mm-hmm. what happens when you get bitten, and how you die, and what happens after you die. Right, so they had uh, this old dude sit there and go, "You want to keep every second," and then he dies, and then he comes back, and Vingarians fucking blows his head off. But before he dies, they're telling him Michael comes in and he's like, "We're gonna, he's been bitten. We're gonna have to kill him." And Anna, yeah, he's determined, determined to do it. Yeah, Michael, absolutely. Determined to but do Anna, 
mm. some really bad acting. She's like, um, Michael's going to shoot you now because you got bit. <laughs> yeah, Go yeah, ahead, yeah, Michael. Go ahead, Michael. Shoot him. Shoot him. And at the, So that bad acting is going on. And at the same time, Nicole, the little, the little young one. The daughter. She's like, no, no, please, no, my daddy, no. Like the hammiest, shittest acting. It's all very panto. Oh, it's terrible. Very panto. But your one Nicola, or Nicole, she, she's supposed to be like, I think 14, maybe. Yeah, not very old. But she's like, like 14, Yeah, 15, she's played by yeah. a 20-year-old who doesn't remember what it's like to be mm. 14. Like, it's really poor. It's like some cheap porn. And she's pretending to be a schoolgirl yeah. or something. She's like, oh, no, I'm a schoolgirl. Don't fuck me up the arse. Like, it's just it doesn't <laughs> gel well. And that dog, the relationship between Nicole and that dog are really sketchy as well. Like, she has crazy yes. abandonment issues. Her dad is going to be killed. And she's like, no, no, no. My mother got eaten and I saw her. And then the minute the fucking dog runs off, she's like, chips, chips. Where are you, chips? Oh, my God. Like, yeah. you're like, fucking calm down, bitch. It's a dog you met 15 minutes ago. Relax. Yeah. To the point where Andy lets the yeah. dog in and the zombies yeah, in. Is, he gets bitten and turned into yeah. a zombie. And then she makes yeah. the truck. Ruins the whole fucking plan. Puts everyone at risk. Because they've got the plan. The dog she made 15 That's minutes it. ago. Yeah, because they've got the plan. They've set out this plan. We're going to get these trucks, uh, buses. Mm -hmm. We're going to convert the buses. We're going to drive to the dock. We're going to get Steve's boat. And we're going to go and find the yeah. islands. We're going to go to the islands and try and find somewhere safe. Could this not? Be and she messes it all up. Could this not be the last dog left, though, alive? But the zombies aren't eating the dogs. So why would it be the why last Why is there dog? not more dogs, then? Because you're is. just in oh. a mall. Yeah. But even on the streets, though, you don't see any dogs or yeah, crocodiles. Or there was a yeah, crocodile, weirdly. <laughs> in, the, in the last Crocodile one. in, Dawn, in uh, Day of the Dead. Yeah, the crocodile. They open a door in Day of the Dead and some zombies come out and a crocodile. At the just cinema, out, I think. Out of nowhere, <laughs> yeah. a crocodile. But I guess there's going to be loads of wildlife and that's what's going to happen. Like, nature is going to take back the planet or whatever yeah, you know yeah but whether, whether, was that going, whether it's the last dog in the pl on the planet or not like you're not getting milk or meat out of the cunt if he runs into if no, he runs off you're like yeah you're a grand man i don't want to get fucking et do you know what i mean like he, he the dog goes but she loves the dog yeah but also she loves but also dog. she's suffering from overinflated abandonment issues and to be honest oh, if yeah. i was the leader of that other group and he's on the walkman and he's got bit and she's over there and she's hiding. Mm. You would, I would be yeah. like, I'm sorry, Nicole. There's nobody here belonging to you. Your dad died. Everybody that's in the truck, half of them are dead. The people that knew you. Like, you don't, you're not, you know what I mean? You don't belong to any of us. We're not your brother or sister or lover. The only connection that she had was she might have gave Terry a wank at some point. Because yeah. he's hanging out of her like he's. Oh, he, he's yeah, like a fat child around cake. Yeah. And he's fucking hanging out of her and he's like we've got to go save her guys and everyone's like put your fucking dick away terry it's grand like we find somebody else for you to paw i would leave her in that cupboard and be like sorry bitch oh, i would you I took, would you took one of the it. fucking trucks for a dog you met 15 minutes ago and you're wrecking our whole plan and putting 10 people's life in, in jeopardy for a dog a reliability yeah what are you john wick like what's the fucking crack here like John Wick, the but whole the plot of John Wick is that he killed like 450 Russian gangsters because someone killed his dog. Yeah. Like very <laughs> weak premise, do you know? It is. So I, it's a decent, it, it, I mean the action's yeah, decent, decent in that movie. film. Undeniable. But, but it's a decent action movie. But yeah, like you said, the premise is a little bit... Weak sauce. Is that yeah. it? You're going to do this for what yeah. happened? It's a bit, yeah, so she, a bit takes, she takes the truck and ruins the whole plan. Like she's really irresponsible. Yeah. 
because it leads to them going in the sewer yeah. to get yeah. them. Tucker dies. Yeah. I mean, does anyone else die or is it just Tucker then? Oh, I don't know Tucker. Tucker. Is, is the guy, is the, uh, the guy in the suit any? No. No, that's, that's Steve. Steve, yeah, terrible names. Chris is <laughs> just terrible with names. In there's films. a little, there's a yeah. little scene at the top of the stairs before they go down into the basement, and yeah. uh, Ty Burrell, who's the father from um, uh, Modern Family. Yes, at Modern Family. When you yeah. watch this movie, you're like, oh, somebody got hair plugs. I think maybe <laughs> you have different hair than you had back then. Um, he he's put like they're they're arguing over who's going to mind the door so they can get back into the building. And that whole thing mm. is like the crux of how the movie what? ends, you know. Why do you leave Steve in charge of the door? But you could have left. <laughs> of all but you could have left people. Tucker in charge of the door and brought Steve and given him a gun exactly. who you don't trust, or let Tucker be the small hero that he is because he was always involved in all the conversations. He had something to say all along. He was. I know you don't yeah. like him, but he saved a lot of lives. He was the one that was waiting mm. at the manhole shooting cunts. And then when he fell into it and broke his legs, like oh. that. And they yeah. drag him. They drag him and he's got the gun. He has, he has hero That's status. That's a good scene. Good scene. Yeah. I think Tucker has yeah. hero status and function. Uh, he did, however, alert the zombies to their presence by closing the, <laughs> closing the <sighs> manhole a little bit too loudly. But uh, I think he, he, for what he was, I think he did his job, you know. No, I mean, I, I haven't got a problem with Tucker. Mm. I, I haven't got a problem with him. He, I think he could have uh, got down the hole a lot quicker, though. Yeah, could have probably got down quicker. He got down as quick yeah, as he, he could fall, I think. He was, like, falling at <laughs> yeah, speed of gravity, man. Didn't have to, I don't think he had to hold them off as much. I think if he went down before yeah, the last you, guy... You meant he, if he got down <clears throat> quicker in terms of the time it took him to decide to go down. Yeah. 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 He was a bit... He yeah. did stand up there a while and have a bit of a... Yeah. He shooting a few too many, but... He could have got down... Well, he's dead. So yeah, but also he's a normal like, dude. He's not like a military guy who's used to maneuvering. No, he was just, a just some fucking farmer, yeah. like, you know. And you have to remember that when you're in that situation, watching those movies, that mm. these aren't yeah like super trained guys. This is not. Uh, what's that? If it was Ken, you could maybe say something because he's is he SWAT Ken? No, I think would you just, say SWAT? He's just normal street cop. Just a police officer. Yeah, yeah. that's what you got. But um, that that scene, yeah, so that scene they, in the underground when they're coming back through the sewers is is really, oh yeah, like it's it's butthole tightening because that's leading to the oh, climax yeah. of the of the movie and the whole scene at the top of the stairs. When I watched the first, I was like, I don't trust that Steve Marcus guy. And then you get to the no. door and they're after chasing and they have the whole stairwell full of zombies and they're hammering on the door, going, "God damn, Steve Marcus!" And Anna <laughs> opens the door and it's like, "Where have you guys been?" He's like, "Bitch, we're in the fucking sewer." Yeah. Getting the fucking. Do you not remember us like watching Andy getting killed and the dog and your one driving the truck? Do you not remember that? We were doing that the whole time. I'm banging on the store for five minutes. There's a stairwell full of zombies. Where the fuck were you? Like, that's what I'd be saying. I thought someone was going to die there. Yeah. I didn't think they were all going to get back well, through that door. And then they arrive at the buses and she's like, we got to go. We got to go now. And Steve and Steve Marcus is there at the bus going, where were you guys? You're like, you fucking. <laughs> just so, so, so relaxed. Yeah. Just. Yeah. What was his excuse? What did he do? He just didn't. He's just know. irresponsible. Like, and he didn't. Oh, you have to wait for five minutes. Yeah, it's yeah. only five minutes over there. Like, yeah, it was weird. But now they split up into the two buses. They're going to make a run for the boat to the mm. docks. Would you split up? Would you no. have the two buses, or would uh, you all go in on one, one bus? bus? Man, come on. 
All in one right. event. But what if, what? what if one happens? Something happens to the one, the first best though. Then it happens. You're split into. The only reason they do this is so that one of them can crash. Yes, yeah, I thought that. Really, the end. The last. Yeah. The last third of the movie seems a bit slapshot to me. Yeah, it yeah. is. This is, and this is what I mean. Do you think this film would have been? Because then all of a sudden you got to get rid of Steve. You got to get rid of the blonde. You got to get rid of the uh, the old man. Mm. Yeah, have you got so to, many? Ca- no, but this is the thing. You have to get rid of all these characters because you put them in there. This so? is what I was meaning earlier. They're just cannon fodder. Do you think the third act? this whole final part would have been a little bit more structured if they hadn't have had all these characters. If you had the smaller right. cast of just the original people that yeah, went in there. It would be more of a strategic, gun-blazing battle going just out. Just a or? bit more... Because this this bit now, especially... Well, from the part when they go into the sewers, it's all very gung-ho. Yeah. You know, it's very climactic. Though it's meant to be like, it all goes to shit all very quick, like it does in every zombie film yeah. we've seen so far. Something happens... Everything yeah. shit it. But, but there is there is a a notification, there's a nod to the audience that shit's gonna get crazy, unbelievable, maybe exacerbated, exaggerated, mm. hyperbolic. Cause there's a great scene where they're in the <laughs> they're in the mall and they're deciding what they're gonna do. They're like so yeah. this is before like they they do up the trucks now. It's like um Ty Burrell is, is making his drinks and he goes, what are you going to do? Get on my boat and just sail out into the sea? And everyone goes, yeah. that's not a bad idea. Yeah. And then they do this, Matt Michael has this heartfelt speech. He's like, what are we going to do? Just sit around here waiting to die. And then Ving Rams is like, I ain't waiting to die. My brother died in Fort <laughs> Pastor. I, I, there's two things. There's two things. Uh, 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 what, what was it? There's two things worse than dying. I can't remember one of them because the other thing, the other thing is waiting <laughs> I around. I can't remember. No. Like it's a real like. Yeah. Know, I think it was the first one was like prison rape, and the second thing, waiting around here to die. I ain't waiting. <laughs> and then CJ, like they all have their little spake, and and Tucker says some shit, and then CJ just goes, "So let me get this straight. We're gonna duty up some shuttle buses." Drive over, do some jumping on the covered wagon shit with Andy. And then we're going to do so. And he describes the whole thing. And then we're going to drive off on this asshole's boat to an island that we don't even know exists. And everyone just goes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he goes, okay. And it goes into like an 18 montage of them like doing all the well and putting the bus From that moment, you know, okay, it's going to be ridiculous. Like this suspend your disbelief because it's not like character development and it's not like you know drama no. anymore now it's fucking dicks and balls out let's go for it and it delivers there's action it does deliver it, it is that like, heads it, exploding like it, it mm-hmm. it's for real yeah i mean when the bus tips over they two of them get chainsawed yeah chainsawed you know, or other, one of them yeah. get chainsawed you know and it's it's weak i know it's, I weak, know but it's you got the to, gore factor. yeah you got to see your one's boobies um you got to you got to hear the dude like annoying the lads in the prison. Like this served a little function, but the whole thing was to show how snaky that that Steve Marcus character was, mm. and how righteous Ving Rhames' character was because he was driving that bus that crashed. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. And he was like, "Tell me, course, Steve Marcus," the... and your man is like, "No." And Steve Marcus jumps out. And he gets attacked. He turns into a zombie, and it's this whole thing. So yeah. it's like further. Uh, solidifying the characters that we already know and love and dispatching of the ones that are superfluous, I guess. Yeah. 
And I do like the bit when Steve gets turned into a zombie and he's going to attack Anna and Anna shoots him because earlier in the film he says, you have my, did he say you have my blessing yeah. if I ever turn into one of them, you can shoot yeah. me in the head. And oh, it's just, it's, you just think, yes, because that's all I've wanted to do is shoot you in the <laughs> and, head. This and whole cleverly film. enough, at that moment, she has the, 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 the forethought to be like running mm. away and then goes, oh yeah, the keys to the boat. Yeah. Like yeah. that's very clever. The keys to the boat. Yeah. Yeah. And then of course we get to the dock and we get one of the most memorable sacrifices for me mm-hmm. in any film I've yes. ever seen. CJ. Because they don't pack the bus very well. <laughs> They're running into they the jetty, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just sort of bomb it, it into the jetty. It? Yeah. And then the others are running off and and CJ. What have they got in there? A massive is it a big gas propane. 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 In the what have they got the propane for? For blowing stuff up. But what are they expecting to use it for? Like, going to throw it out off the truck or something? Was that the well, they had, tra- they had already they used they two did, small cans they? of they propane to blow them. shit up. They were, yeah, weren't they? And they throwing them out the top of the bus and shooting them. That was a good yeah. idea. And then, of course, CJ sort of, because where the, where the bus is, they sort of, he blocks it, blows himself up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's fantastic. It's a fantastic end for that character. Yeah, what I love about these trucks is the, the chainsaw slot. They can just put the chainsaw through and just cut any zombies' legs off her. Oh yeah, that was such a good great. idea that um, yeah. uh, Michael ended up getting the shift off of Anna for that. She was like, "Oh, your yeah. zomb- your your chainsaw slots are so good." No, <laughs> they fucking maul the face off each other in the back of the bus. You're like, "Geez, Michael, you're you're still able for it, man. Fair play." Look, check out my check out my chainsaw slots, and he was like, "That's a weird name for your fanny, isn't it?" I thought that was pretty good. They're like. It's a clever thing to do as well. You wouldn't see that. Hey, and then they actually get to use it. So fucking Steve yeah. Marcus is like sawing off zombies' legs, which I think was quite cool. Yeah. And then cuts the blonde woman in half. Yeah, but... Oh, yeah, 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 but... Yeah. But, but it was going to happen. Yeah. And do you think that CJ's sacrifice is, is a good end for that character? Brilliant. He could have got out of there. I don't Brilliant think so. End, I, yeah. I don't think so. I think he was just like, you know what? I'm caught now. But yeah. the fact that Ving Rhames, Car Kenneth is going like, come on. And he's like, no, go ahead. Because yeah. he knew. He really cares. Ken really cares about yeah, him. They yeah. cared about mm. each other then. And it, it all changed because mm. there was a lot of animosity at the start. He's, call, he's calling them, like when they're in the elevator, he's like, give up the gun, Shaq. Like all these derogatory terms. Yeah. It, it yeah. did change. The relationship did change. And I think CJ knew that Kenneth was damaged. Like he, he had a gammy leg from the bus crash. And if they had went together, that both of them probably would have died. So CJ mm. sacrificed himself. Sacrifice. Mm. Which is a really good end for yeah, that yeah. character. I, I, I did not like CJ at the start, but towards the end, I did actually not want him to die. You, he's the character you're meant to hate, and then and then obviously yeah. when he's developed, yeah. you are, you you're meant to care. Well, so they, that when he does sacrifice himself, it, it means something. That's what I, they, yeah, they that's that's well, what I took at the start. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I'd. Uh, I, was sure, I think he could have got out there though somehow, like out through, out through the door or the glass or the roof. Or... No, he's gone, Chris. He's gone, mate. But Sorry. also, but also though, Chris, it's a, it's a thing of um, that was that was the deterrent for all the zombies that were chasing. Like, he, if that hadn't blown mm. up, there wouldn't have been a block between the jetty and the zombies. Yeah. The jetty and the zombies. He could yeah. take a propane can with him and then shoot it from a distance as he was escaping. Actually, yeah, he could have done something like, or or rolled it down the bus, rolled it down the bus outside, out out the door, so it rolled towards the zombies, then shoot it. He had, he has to die. That's the thing. That's the thing with courage. 
Courage mm. is knowing that you're doing something dangerous and doing it anyway. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's, it's do, it, it, like if you're a hero, you're you're doing it despite what might happen to you. Mm. Whereas, yeah, yeah. whereas Steve Marcus is an anti-hero because he's trying to save himself. Yeah, he despite everybody else. else. That was yeah. the opposite, you know. So I think mm. I think um, I think I think CJ's sacrifice was necessary for the plot, but I don't think he could have escaped as well. Do you yeah. know what I mean? He was mm, kind of boxed in. He was. He had them. They were around his neck and shit. They were around his neck and everywhere, yeah. weren't they? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't happening. And then, of course, unknown to us, Michael's been bitten. He reveals it. Do you like this end? You get Ken, uh, Terry, Nicole, oh. Anna. They're sailing off on the boat, and you just see him. No, I don't, because they're just sailing off, right? I've done the nice thing, and just as he turned around, just put one in the back of his head. That's you, the nicest you, thing they could have done. But would you, after you've got to know someone that long, would you be able to do it? Because they've been in this shopping mall what, about a month together. If you if you cared, you would have done it. They hadn't executed anybody though. Think about it. That no. that lad who was the 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 farmer from Babe Pig in the City, um, <laughs> Michael wanted to execute him mm. straight away, mm. and. That's where they planted that idea, I think, and and Michael ended up yes. reaping the rewards of mercy that he hadn't anticipated or empathized with at the beginning. At the end, he was like, "I'm just going to stand here and watch the sunrise one last time." Mm. And they could have shot him in the head. Yeah, hasn't got it, that poetic end in there. But do you see it as execution, or do you see it as saving them though? Because they're saving them from a worse fate. It's similar to the way Tucker died. Tucker's being eaten alive in mm. the sewer and he's like shoot me and your man shoots yeah. him in the head and saves him from getting ate and i think they should have done that to poor albert as well because he got pulled yeah. apart like a dope they should have done that definitely but it wouldn't have had the emotional weight then when they did it to tucker if they had it done it for mm. everybody so i think a... for yeah. michael michael came in he was like i'm functional i'm practical we have to kill this lad he's been bitten let's go in a way he's the ev- he's the every man Michael. And Anna had fought for that guy's survival. She's like, yeah. he, he still has a few hours to live. Let him have his hours. And Michael is like, no, kill him. And she's like, so are you going to shoot him then, Michael? Are you going to shoot him, Michael? Like, mm. he reaped the reward of that mm. mercy yeah, when, he got, when he got to stand on the jetty and have control of his own life. If he was too shitty to shoot himself, he would have turned into a zombie and that would have been a fate worse than death. Hmm. So he had yeah. his choice, at least. That was free will. And he deserved that because he had done the work to get them there. Now, in fairness, there was a, a, a kind of a payoff. Like she stopped, Anna stopped to get the keys out of Steve Marcus's pocket and caused Michael to get bitten. So she was feeling guilty. But I think the gunshot, like the fade to black and the gunshot at the end, and you knew he was after doing himself in. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's, it's it had a good a heavy, end. Yeah, had a heavier weight. Yeah. It has, it has more of a... Mm. Like I said, it's not it's not as it's not as sort of poetic at the end yeah. if they're sailing off and Ving Rhames holds his shotgun up and just blows Michael off the jetty. Exactly. You know, if it was you, if it was you, wouldn't you not like to have control over your last moments? Uh, oh no, I'd kill him. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I, I'd appreciate that. Would you be like, <laughs> just give me, just leave me the gun. You just go off no, and but, do your thing. I, no. I'm going to I'm going to watch the sunrise. Maybe have a quick wank. And I'll shoot myself in the head before I turn into a zombie. How about that? Because uh, you get you're, instead of going like, okay, shoot me you now. Would, it's your you last. Would. It's your last. Sh- uh, like 
your last sliver of free will in, in your life that you'll get to have before you die. Do you know, that's no, like, I've... that's like that 102 year old guy in Australia who was fighting the law so that he could get to fly to Switzerland to take some fucking euthanasia juice and, and have a, have, have a, mm, like a dignified yeah. death rather than turning into a fucking dribbling, weak legged shit pants owl lad who can't talk and has like mush for brains. He's like, no, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling all right, but I'm fed up. I'm old. I want to take this thing. But it's dignity to be able to have control over yourself rather than yeah. waiting for something in my last moment, so as you were saying, I would be thinking, right, I'm going to die soon. But if, say, Matthew, as I turn around, not asking him to kill me, killed me, I'd been happier with that. Yeah, but he'd, he'd have to live with that, though. Oh, I, 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 could, I could probably. No, but I'm saying, like, <laughs> look at, uh, how, are you, how are you going to put that fucking emotional weight on somebody else? Anna is is already dealing with the yeah, emotional emotional weight <laughs> of causing him to get bitten by stopping to get the, the keys off Steve Marcus. And he was pulling her into the van as, she, as he got bit on the arm. So it's her fault anyway. Mm. So what's he going to do mm. then? Go, you got me bitten, so now you have to shoot me because I'm too shitty to shoot myself. But and would she's you like, rather get killed? <laughs> would you rather get shot by a stranger though, or someone? But they're like not strangers or... anymore. They've been living together. Yeah, you got to think in a situation like that. They've been living together for so long. They're literally. It's like when Ken's going, CJ, CJ, come on, CJ. You know they are like brothers. Yeah. And sisters. Would you rather get killed by a stranger or someone you know? In what's a, that guy in, doing? In the nicest possible way. I'd rather not get killed. No, <laughs> you've been bit though. You're gonna die anyway. Anyway, so I'd rather kill anyway. myself and have my last moments to do with whatever I want. Uh, you would, you would take, you know, yeah. I don't, I don't know if I'd be able to do it. That's the thing. I don't know if I'd be able to do it. Then you're a zombie. If you knew you had three, like that's that's the courage. That's the courage in it. If you knew you had three hours to die, like what would you do? Yeah, you, you, eat your favorite meal. You try and get your ride. You would, you know, uh, do something that you really, really love. Like, you know, if you had a guitar or you like, you know, you want to fucking smell some flowers, you want to get sunshine on your face or go for a swim or have a long shite, like a favorite thing you had to do, you'd be like, come here, I have three hours to live. Let me go on. Like, I'll go down way, like CJ. The other way is like ISIS. You know what I'm saying? Like those fucking beheading, beheading videos where it's right. like some guy is kept and he he's forced to read a fucking Oh yeah, a yeah. Statement, and then somebody yeah. saws his head off with a shitty knife. Like that guy has no control over how he yeah. dies, and a lot of the people yeah, in that movie control. didn't have control over how they died. Yeah, and if I'm you could have control in an entire in an entire modus of chaos, like the 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 gay old dude that was trying on shoes didn't have control over how he died. The young blonde yeah. who had you know uh, her tits out didn't have control. Steve Marcus didn't have control. Uh, Luda didn't have control because she was tied to the bed. The baby didn't have control. Andre didn't have control. The old woman didn't have control because she was shot by Andre. Um, who else? Uh, 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 What's the good What's your man's? Bart didn't have control. What's your one's name? What's your one or your man's name again? Uh, Tucker. He was like, shoot me. So somebody else shot him. <laughs> right. Um, that was in this uh, control he, though because he has to be shot. Yeah, but he didn't get to do the shooting. He didn't get to yeah. take his own life. He was being eaten as well, by the way. Uh, Andy got bitten. It wasn't it wasn't in his control. So they gave that to Michael at the end of the movie to go, dude. You get to fucking pull your own trigger. You get to choose, yeah. You've well, earned I'd, that. So I'd get a propane can then, like yeah. CJ. I think. Go out like CJ. Go out for bang. Go out like CJ. Go, go, go out usefully, functionally. Yeah, yeah, functionally, yeah. 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 I'm taking a few of these yeah. cons with me. Yeah. So at the so I mean at the end, how does everyone feel about this film? You know how how. 
when would you when would you watch this again? Is you what we usually say. At the end of the film, when they get to the island. Oh, okay, at the end, you get a few little scenes of them running around the on, the, on the island. Oh, dude, it's not just a few little scenes. That <laughs> that end sequence is magnificent. It's magnificent. Like yeah. the the the, the end credits, they're getting blown away. It's like a you know a liquid on a on a glass plate being blown away by a straw when it's blood. And then you have flashes of Steve Marcus's camcorder where he's on the boat yeah, with some yeah. young one. And then it changes Blair into... Yeah, I really, really like yeah. that because there's so much no, story. Well, oh, well, you missed that bit out. I forgot about it, to be honest. <laughs> I love that. It's the and bit then, when they find the little dinghy and they open it and there's a little... Uh, head, head in the head fridge. There. Yeah, there's a little head in the fridge, yeah. yeah. But the best part you is know. when they actually get to the island and then yeah. your man puts the camera down and you hear there's a load of zombies on the island. Yeah. In my mind, I was like, did they... Did they get ruined or did they survive? Did they, they break through? Yeah, yeah, of course. Know. And there was supposed to be a sequel and it was planned mm. called Army of the Dead. And it, it was written by Zack Snyder and it was supposed to be filmed. And it never got, it was universal and it never got put off the blocks, which I was really disappointed mm. about. And then I think 2007, then we got Land of the Dead, which is going to be like, here's the next of the dead. Mm. <clears throat> but it didn't... Uh, it didn't land with me. I didn't really no. appreciate it. No, it didn't with me, no. No. Chris, what do you, what do you reckon? Uh, I think it was a good all right round film. Uh, yeah. sort of, the characters are a bit, a bit weak because I think it was much more concentrated on them because it was so many of them. You yeah. Know, it was, uh, if there was less characters like you said, there'd be more depth to the characters, I think. Yeah, I, I think I do think you, you get just you get a lot of depth with Ken and Anna and Michael and CJ. The others you get enough so that you not particularly care too much about them, but you're you're sort of concerned about I, them. I wish the, the gun shop guy, he was in it more. Andy. I think Andy, Andy should have been in it more. I yeah, really liked I do, him. I do. He but, but, how, but he's probably in it as much as he possibly could have been. But he could have used all his ammo up to kill as many as he could, you know, and then could he have got across to them all? They could have got the From propane, that. the lads in the mall could have got the propane tanks yeah. and filled up the whole yard with propane yeah. tanks. And and they could have got Andy could have set up sniper rifles and just been like bang, 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 clear the whole thing. Exactly. And you'd run across. Or, or do you know what they could have got? He could have got a crossbow or some kind of a trebuchet mm. from, the gun, <laughs> from, from the gun store or a catapult or <laughs> yeah, something. Crossbow, kind of, yeah, or a, a javelin. And like thrown it <laughs> and made like a, a winch from the roofs of the of the gun store to the to the mall, you know? Yeah. They could have done yeah. more for him, I think. I think they could have done more for him as well. I think that you could have an alternative version of Dawn of the Dead with Andy in the shop, in the gun shop on his own and have it like mm. a really dark, uh, like the road with no dialogue. Mm. And it's just Andy just sitting there and, you know, he's like wh- whittling. Do you know or he's, yeah. or he's just looking at pictures of his kid that he'll never see and it's just like small flashbacks from his life and then every so often he goes up on the roof to hang out with Ving yeah. Williams but we don't know what's going on in the fucking in the shopping mall it's just Andy no. dealing with the thing and then the yeah. climax is him like so, suddenly there's a dog at the door and he's like what and then he does yeah. like yeah. that's a total other opposite way to look at that film yeah, I would, well, I'd, uh, yeah I would yeah yeah right I mean yeah I mean you know what I think I think the characters are fine Maybe a few less, but apart from that, you know, it's a fun film. It's one of them ones that I think you can easily, quite easily put on and just switch off. You know, if you go make a cup of tea halfway through, 
you can easily come back and carry on watching it. It's yeah. not, it's not, it's not sort of rocket science, and it's not, you know, you don't have to watch every single second of it. You can sort of, it's a film where you can be looking at your phone while it's on, and you can still follow it. it that doesn't that doesn't speak a lot for the film. No, but what, no, but what I mean is, it, it's not, it's not something like, um, it's not something like, it's not like a big political thriller or something like that. It's no. one of them where you can sort of just just watch it and switch off and you don't have to concentrate. It's a, it's a, when you come back from the pub film. And that's you exactly know. the type of ones I like to pick for white press player yeah. because yeah. it's the ones, and I found it by accident, do you know? So it's the exact remit for that where mm. I was expecting the old Dawn of the Dead because I was going through the, of the dead series and I downloaded this one and you know what the old P2P sharing, you could get anything like you download fucking Bambi and then it's all like, yeah you know, uh, uh, some kind of bukkake gangbang video by accident and someone renamed it on this thing. And you're like, <laughs> what is this shit? Uh, but I, I think the movie was definitely like a strong contender for top zombie movie next to like 28 days and 28 yeah, weeks later. Definitely. Mm, definitely. It had good fast zombies. It also had slow like zombies, but it had an awful lot of tropes that it made for future zombie movies. Oh yeah. There's a lot in there that other films have definitely yeah. took from. Yeah. And it, it, it also spawned stuff like uh, games like dead rising. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah Left for dead, dead rising. Yeah. Left all for dead, dead rising. Um, and dying light. Did you ever play dying, dying light? light as well? Very That's, similar, yeah, like kind yeah. of rules and stuff where it's humans banding together against mm. this malevolent force. Like I said, like the mist or whatever. Um, the dialogue is really poor and delivered shitly. Yeah, not great. Like Michael at the start when they meet him on the hill, and he's all like, "It was when there was eight of us," and it was all like, "Ving Rams is like with the gun, you know, what happened down there?" And Michael goes, <laughs> "It's bad." And then you go back to Ving Rams, and Ving Rams is like, "Huh," and then Michael's like, "We're going to the mall." And then they just start walking, and then the next thing they're at the mall. You're like, yeah. Yeah. "Fucking for real? Is that all you have to say yeah. to each other in an apocalypse?" Yeah. Are you actually joking? This is fucking shite. Like the way they talk to each other, really badly. Like the 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 thing in the ruling movies is show don't tell. You know, yeah, and there's definitely. an awful lot of telling. They're all like, "Yes, mm. I'm making a drink now. Would you like a cigarette? I'm smoking a cigarette now. Oh yeah. Oh look, a zombie baby. Will I touch the zombie baby or shoot it? I'm shooting the zombie baby. Bang! I shot it. Like it's too." fucking drawn out you it's know too on the nose all the way. on the nose man yeah, but it's super definitely. simple and it's a like bit says, but the characters come back are great after a few drinks. Yeah. yeah come back after a few yeah. drinks watch it a bit of crack it's like from dust till dawn or it's like it's like oh, yeah. yeah definitely like one of them definitely a dust till dawn you just strap so in it, whatever happens happens i do think that andre hmm. and luda could have been totally left out you it was entirely pointless yeah. yeah yeah the other two could have just met michael at the beginning then you meet CJ, you know, yeah. that's how it could have gone. So at the end of the show, what we like to do is we like to have a few little games. All right. Are you ready? <laughs> sure. Right. The first one is, was Chris and Gordo concentrating? So I'm going to ask you three questions. Now, have a think. I'm guessing this is like a thing to test Chris's concentration ability. Right? Yeah. <laughs> It's usually, yeah. Okay. I mean, sometimes we have uh, our friend Ross with us. So it's usually, is Chris and Chris... Yeah, Ross and Chris. Ross. I do Chris that every Ross. week. Chris and Ross concentrating. And because Chris is... 
I mean, you're quite good at these questions, to be fair. I think I'm good at guessing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm good at guessing. It's well, like an English class one. when the teacher goes, what was I just saying? And you just like go into the ether. You look back a few a few yeah. centimeters on the ribbon of the typewriter of your mind and you're like, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This? you're like, you lucky. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. Question number one. All right. Ready? Yeah. Is this a what buzzer you- thing? No, no. Okay, okay. I just, I, I, okay. If you just think, I'll you go. Buzzer. I'll go to Chris first, then I'll come to Gordo. Okay, cool. Okay, all right. Okay, sure. What is Andy's reply to Ken's sign when he tells him that Fort Pastor has gone and there's no help coming? What, what was his uh, reaction? What What does he write on the sign? What's the reply oh. when Ken says uh, Fort Pastor's gone? Uh, oh no! No. Gordo. I'm trying. I'm trying to think. I can't remember. I can't remember. So hard when that is. I know. I know. At one point, Andy holds up the sign and it's just smeared with shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Zombie Andy and blood yeah. his guts. Um, yeah. I think it was like something question mark. Uh, yes, it was. Uh, I'm trying to picture it. Is it like? Is it like? Like I can't, I can't think of it. No, I think it is. It's what's the bad news? Oh, oh yeah. what's the bad news? Yeah. Question number two: How many people are in the truck that arrives? Oh, um, I'm counting. I'm ca- obviously going to count the woman that's pretty much a zombie. That that counts as one. I'm going to go for six. I'm going to go for seven. I nearly said seven. Gordo's one no! out. No, <laughs> no, he's one out. One out. It what was mean? eight. Eight, to eight oh. people. Both wrong. Both wrong again. Are you serious? The old woman, the woman in the wheelbarrow, the old gay dude, Ty Burrell, the blondie bird, the old man, the farmer from Babe Pig in the City, and Nicole, (laughs) seven. And the zombie woman. Yeah, the zombie woman in the wheelbarrow is one of those. Hang on, hang on, hang on. So the old woman driver, the zombie woman in the wheelbarrow, the old gay dude. Yeah. You have Ty Burrell. You have Tucker. Oh, Tucker, motherfucker. Tucker. Uh, I forgot about Tucker. Oh, Shit. Right, <laughs> right. Question number three. This is the decider. It's right. nil. We're going for a one Come nil on. win from one of you. What is Michael's job, Chris? I, 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 I said it already, yeah. I wasn't concentrating, am I? Uh, oh, he works in a shop, didn't he, or something? Yeah, yeah. Uh, is he a shop assistant? And that's not good enough. Gordo? He sells TVs in Best Buy. Oh, that's it. One nil Gordo. <laughs> Gordo <laughs> right. The next part, you'll feel free to play along, Gordo. Okay. On this one. It is called Linkity Link. <laughs> so, Chris has written down, what is it? The 301 Greatest Films from Empire Magazine. Right. And the talent that I've had all my life is, <laughs> well, not all my life. Is this like Seven Steps to Kevin Bacon? Mm, sort of. Okay. So Chris will give me three films, and I've got 30 seconds to link the three films together. All right. So yeah. you can link them up between like I'm, a, I'm, yeah. I'm, This is my party trick. Let me get do 30 it. seconds on my phone. So have a go, Gordo. Chris okay. is going to tell do us the first, You do first one, and I'll do one after you. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So the first film is King Kong, nineteen thirty-three. Yeah. Uh, Lost Boys, nineteen 
Lost Boys. Lost Boys. Yeah. I think there was a sequel to that as well. And The Hunger Games Catching Fire. Hunger Games Catching Fire. Uh-huh. Right, okay. So, you got right. 30 seconds. Hold on, let me go. Don't start yet. I'm not starting yet. All right, 30 seconds starting now. Okay. Are you loading this Google or anything like that? No, 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 no. no. He's just got a link up using like a... Either actors in the films, or people who are married to them, people in the films who are in another film. Plot or point. By directors, huh? True, true plot points. Can you do a true plot points? No, just act, but people in the film, actors, directors, that sort of thing. Fuck! How would you know who's oh. in King Kong, nineteen thirty-three? That's that's an easy one. You see, you know what I mean? Is oh, thirty seconds stopping. <laughs> Right. So that was 30 seconds. That's 30 seconds, 0.58, that was. 30 seconds, 0.58. 0.58, yeah, an extra 58th of a second there. Okay, right, I've just got to write down that name. Got it. Go on then. Right. So what have you got? For? So you had to link, just to recap, you had to link. Is this the thing that you're doing now, and then you're going to make me do it, and I'm going to look like a cunt? Because <laughs> he's already like, you look, up, look, up, look up King Kong 1933 and get a really obscure <laughs> actor's name. It was the father genuine. of someone who was in Congo or something, I don't know. No, g- g- genuinely, this is my party trick. Right. Right. The Hunger Games Catching Fire. Yeah. The Lost Boys, or yeah. The Lost Boys. Yeah. Right. And The King Kong 1933. Right. All right, now, now I have to play the game of deciphering the scribbles. So, Lost Boys starred Kiefer Sutherland, whose father is Donald Sutherland, who played President Snow in Catching Fire. Got that? Right. That's two down. Catching Fire stars Jennifer um... Lawrence. Lawrence, that's it. Cheers, Gordon. Who was in Passengers? I'm sure it's called Passengers with Chris Pratt. Yeah. Chris Pratt is part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, as is Gwyneth Paltrow. Who's in Shallow Hell with Jack Black, who was in the remake of King Kong, which is obviously a remake of 1933 King Kong. So that's what you have to do. So it's like seven steps to Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Do you want two, Gordo? No, give or do you want to go yeah, for the Give three. me three for the crack. Okay. Yeah, right. Okay. You, you, you can pick, you can do them? I'll, I'll have a go. Yeah, yeah, okay. Right. Don't give me any really old ones because that's a bit shit. Look, I'll, I'll tell you what, do you want me to? Okay, right. No, um, just give me any of them. Give me whatever you're given. But, all right. right. Okay. I'll, I'll let you pick them. Okay. This might be shite now, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> you got, no, you're all right. You got Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay. Right. Okay. You got the Matrix. Uh, and Reservoir Dogs. All right. Do you want, do you want, do you want uh, a minute on the clock or 30 seconds? or? Oh, yeah, give us 30 seconds and I just have a little thing. Call on a sec. Okay. okay. 30 seconds starting now. So, uh, what, was the fir- what was the first one again? <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, Rage of the Lost Ark. Rage of the Lost Ark, The Matrix, and Reservoir Dogs. Right. Yeah. So, uh, people at home, if you uh, like Bottlehead Radio, please check us out. And if you like our podcast, please check us out on Bottlehead Radio on our Facebook page. Oh, this one's even stumping me. Is it really? Yeah. And uh, check out those conspiracy guys. If you like a good conspiracy like myself. All right. I'll give you 40 seconds. Let's stop in now. No, I can't, I can't get it. 
Good. You got any? Have you got any? No. Like I, I, I'm trying. I'm trying to think to 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 put it together. I was going like, to, you know, like Harvey Keitel, uh, like trying trying to put them trying to put them together. Even like Steve Buscemi, like Reservoir Dogs should be should be really good to get stuff out of. Like Steve Buscemi. Yeah. Um, I just wasn't. I just wasn't ready for it. Like my head, my, my head <laughs> sprung on you. It sprung on you. Just switch, switch your head over. Yeah, I'll do another one another time, and I'd be, I'd be on the ball. Yeah, that's like, of course. That's like going into a quiz, you know, and and you're all like, "What's the capital of Swaziland?" And if you do know the <laughs> quizzes, some kind have said that before, you know. Exactly. But also, I'm he's like the rain that. man for this shit, like. Oh yeah, he's got like a proper talent. I used to give him like seven films, and I said this film has to be in the middle. You can't, you know, go around it. Since this film's got to be in the middle, you got to link it up on your fifth link. It has to be that. Well, I think my brain is so full of conspiracy stuff and names and dates and all. Like you could, you could name like three conspiracies, and I'd be able yeah. to link people together. But uh, when I was in school, I used to play Seven Steps to Kevin Bacon all the time because I was watching so many movies. It was like. You know, and they nearly always have sleepers in there somewhere, you know. All right. Oh, I've never heard of a uh, Seven Steps to a. Uh, you Ke- never Kevin... heard of Seven Steps to Kevin Bacon? No, is it a film or is it what is no, it? No, no, it's, it's a game. You, got, you have it's one actor game, is and within seven steps, you have to get back to Kevin Bacon. Oh, right. I see. Sorry. But it's seven <laughs> okay. movies, like crossover movies with actors, you know. Oh, I see. I see. Right. I've done half of it. You done half? Of yeah. It? I've got Raiders of the Lost Ark, had Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford was in Apocalypse Now. Just a bit at the beginning with Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne's in the Matrix. Yeah, that's the one I was got. Like, yeah. yeah. But I couldn't link Lawrence Fishburne to anybody like Steve Buscemi, um, Harvey Keitel. The way you do Steve Buscemi is you go Tarantino. Yeah, but that's what I was trying to find a Lawrence yeah. Fishburne Tarantino yeah. crossover. And I couldn't remember the people from uh, The Hateful Eight. So I was trying to get like Kurt Russell and Lawrence Fishburne somewhere or someone in Hateful Eight, but I couldn't remember all the actors, you know? Samuel L. Jackson, there's one in there somewhere. I'll get there one day. I'll, I'll, I'll finish that one later. <laughs> the last game, well, the second to last even, is called You're Lying to Me, God Damn It. <laughs> right. One lie, one truth. You've got to work out which is which. Okay. So, number one, Ving Rames had a fake arm accidentally stitched onto him by a nurse that did not understand that this is a prosthetic arm. Do not stitch it to Ving Rames. And she accidentally stitched it to Bing Rames. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Right. Or originally CJ survived as well and died when they got to the island. You know, in the like we said about the yeah. the, the post credit yeah. bits. Which uh, is the truth? Which is the lie? Gordo, you going to go first? Uh, Chris, go first. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the first one seems so unbelievable, but could it actually happen though? So, but the second one's more likely to happen because it's alternative ending, isn't it? Sort of thing. Yeah. I think. But, what do you think? Not going by the f- actual facts of what he said, but the way he described it, the first one was so com- complicatedly explanatory. Like, yeah. That he read it, didn't really understand what happened, but had to write it down <laughs> in a question and explain it. So. so I think that's the true one. <laughs> <laughs> Just based on like humanity, like on. on oh humanity, right, but... I'll uh, I'll go for the same then. I can't lie. I can give you that logic. Yeah, the first one's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because it was like yeah. it did actually happen, but I just can't explain how it happened. So I'm just gonna make balls of explaining. <laughs> all I've written down, all I've written down is Ring Rame's fake arm. Yeah, I didn't write anything else down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. 
And then the last game, so Gordo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me and you and Chris are in a farmhouse in the middle of nowhere. Oh, Christ. <laughs> there's, a bottle of, there's a bottle of gin on the table. Yeah. That, that, no. That. Right. So far, we've got... Oh, dear. You might not know some of these characters, but hopefully you do. So we've got Tom from Night of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. Tom is our... He's the sort of guy you just he's, send out there yeah, he, and he'll just go and do it. For and do it, yeah. it doesn't matter if he dies, he's yeah. expendable. So we picked him. We're trying to come up with the ultimate zombie survival team. Oh, Christ. Okay. <laughs> then we've got Peter from Dawn of the Dead. He's a very all-round character. A decent, decent guy. Yeah. From uh, Day of the Dead, we've got has to, be zombi- has to be all zombie movies, right? It's got to be someone from this film. Yeah. Right. Oh, so we've got McDermott. He's good with electrics from Day of the Dead. And then from 28 Days Later, we've got Selena, the character played by Naomi Harris, because she's just a badass. Yeah. So in this film, between all three of us, we've yeah. got to decide on one character to add to our team. I think it's undeniable who it's going to be. I think it is. I think it's a very, very quick one, to be honest. I'd try to go for Andy from the gun shop. You, I knew you'd go Andy. You know? I, I, I knew you'd say Andy, just to piss everyone off. It's a good shot. You know the two of us are going Ving Rhames, bro. Yeah. We he just always fucking, does this, though. We he cleaned out his arse with licking for the yeah. whole thing. He's like, he's the best. Oh, Ving. Oh, Ving. Like, come on. Andy come on. from the gun shop. Andy from the gun shop, Chris. Hey, what about him? Really? Or CJ? Let, 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 let Chris d- d- describe to us why it's Andy from the gun shop. He's probably got the best shot. So you want him, you want him on his team. You've got your sniper guy to cover your backs, you know. And he's got the most knowledge about guns, having owned a gun shop. I just want Ving. Ving's a leader, bro. And he yeah. knows a lot about guns because he's a cop. And he's a, 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 an authority. So if you keep him on your side, he's going to be able to help manipulate, control, guide, lead the group. Mm-hmm. Make yeah. the hard decisions that need to be made. But who would you want to be? If you had... And he killed, he killed, um, he killed the, the old man. You know, if someone in our group turns mm. like that, yes, we've got Selena. She does that in 28 mm. Days Later. But it's always good to have two if, people if have like that. So and he's not going to get emotionally uh, unstable from no. doing all the killing and all this because he's already trained in that stuff. Like, you, you'd, be, you'd be surprised how emotional stability would be a massive thing in an apocalypse like that, you know? Yeah. If you have people so many break people, down, start freaking yeah. out. If you have so many people in your team who are leader-type characters, surely you're going to end up with people who are going to be loggerheads and you're going to have a, a splinter cell group go off. Yeah. So you don't want too many uh, leaders? No. I want Ving Rhames, though. Uh, so. I think Gordo's going for Ving Rhames. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 right. You know what? I don't think, like, uh, you can have people with leadership qualities mm. and have multiple amounts of them in groups. Do you know? Like, if, what happens if we have to break off into two factions if there's, like, someone uh, has to go get water and someone has to go yeah. get... Like, yeah, exactly. Good point. Good point. You're going to need sure two leaders split into two groups, so Ving would take one group and Peter would take another group. That's a good yeah. point. Well, that's it. Yeah, all right, all right, go for this guy. Well, that's the end of another show. Is it unanimous? Did he go for Ving after? He went for Ving, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, yeah. we broke him down. See? <laughs> you'd be, you'd be fucking eating up in the apocalypse, bro. Like, just touch it, just touch it, just for a second. That's the plan. Go on, I give you my gun. I'll, I'll stick with Andy. I'll stick with Andy. Stick with Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Andy's gun shop. I mean, Andy's gun shop. Right, so Gordo, thank you for joining us today. No bother, man. It's good yeah. crack. No, it's been really good. And um, do you want to just give us a quick uh, mention of where we can listen to all your stuff and get hold of you? Uh, I'm I'm everywhere. Thoseconspiracyguys.com. 
is uh, the website. And then we're on every single uh, podcast app that you can think of. Um, there's a, a, a new app. I don't, I don't know if you guys want to get on. I think you really should if you want to mm. get your audience like talking with you, putting in their stuff, mm. ask them the questions. Uh, it's called Anchor. So you get out on Anchor, you're able to leave a little voicemail. So it's like cool voicemail, uh, but it's functional and it has um, loads of little features like you can share stuff, uh, audio stuff on Twitter and people can play it. So if you wanted to do like a little two minute review of a movie or get one of your audience to ring in and be like, hey, you know, I thought this movie was blah, 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 anchor.com or you can get the app. I use it to make... um, little audio clips of current news stories. It's very difficult oh, for yeah, me yeah. to be able to get commentary that's timely and, uh, you know, current on current affairs and stuff like that because the the shows take so long to produce and yeah. they're on kind of legacy yeah. topics. So I use Anchor to go, hey, I read on the news this morning, blah, blah, blah. What do you think about that? And my fans get to, to ring in and we have like a little kind of a text conversation. Very so it's like, um, it's like Instagram for audio. Uh, and then we're on all the stuff like Facebook, Facebook, uh, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit. Uh, I'm going to be making loads more uh, IGTV videos now. You heard IGTV got launched today or yesterday? So they're allowing up to 10-minute video for uh, unconfirmed or unregistered accounts, like ones that aren't celebrities. Oh, yeah. uh, And you can get up to an hour then if you are a a ratified creator, if you're like someone that the platform is like, we fucking love you you can put up to an hour's worth of video. So it's a big uh, competition to what YouTube is. And people are making loads of uh, IGTV vertical videos. So I'm going to be throwing stuff up there now. And then um, in November this year, I'm going to be going to America for six or seven months to make 12 feature-length documentaries on the road in the 48 states and making a daily vlog as well of my adventures. And the documentaries are like... Economics, gun control, racism, sexuality, um, medicine, food and health, uh, apocalypse. So I'm going to be going and visiting this the the, the shopping survivalists <laughs> in in Montana and South Dakota and lads in Minnesota and stuff like that, who are all like uh, the, you know the free men of the land with the the yeah. rifle and they don't pay tax and shit. And uh, yeah, that's from Walking Dead. Exactly. Yeah. So they're they're the they're the that's the big thing now for this year for those conspiracy guys. And that's um, fantastic. That's good. Season seven, season seven is going to be starting in a few uh, like a month. We're just finishing up season six now with Jim Morrison as the newest episode. Then uh, during the week, one on cultural Marxism, identity politics, and then we will be doing and this is a Bottlehead Radio exclusive. We will be doing an episode on Flat Earth. Really? As our season finale. Yeah. We'll keep on. Keep it under your hands. Don't tell anybody because it's only the people that listen to this episode yeah, will no, get to know knowledge about my show. So if you want yeah, to, you know, if you <laughs> want to share you this much. and say Gordo <laughs> reveals a big secret at the end of the show, <laughs> be my guest. We'll give you that one. Um, and then Why Press Play should be starting back up quite soon as well. I've got like twenty-two episodes in the can. Mm-hmm. I just haven't really? had time to edit or, or no. release them. Um, and we're going to be doing some let's plays and some. Um, video reviews and stuff on twitch and youtube as well so twitch has this function where you do vodcast you can put up old videos mm-hmm. to watch along so i'll put them up and i'll have myself in the corner and we can chat away and stuff yeah. but uh yeah so wipers playing those.com uh, and those conspiracy guys.com for all the information and thanks for having me on the show that was great crack. Very well. no thank you very much mm-hmm. and as always you can find all our podcasts on you know, podcast addict stitcher tune in everywhere like that uh find us on facebook just put in bottlehead radio in the search bar or movie seasons um 
visit our Patreon. Is that Bottlehead Radio? Yeah, yeah Bottlehead, Bottlehead Radio. Radio. Uh, like we said, everything you uh, you donate to us will always go back into the show. Uh, and we're very, very grateful. Um, and tell a friend as well. You know, tell a friend about Gordo shows. Tell a friend about our show. Spread the spread the good word. And uh, again, thank you, Gordo. Thank you, Gordo. No a big thing I found Pleasure. out. I found out this a big thing about iTunes and the iTunes charts. It doesn't count on downloads. So I got hundreds of thousands of downloads every month, but I don't yeah. go up the charts. It's on reviews and it's on subscribers and ratings. Uh-huh. So right, if your okay. people want to right. help you get up the charts, get recognized, get into new and noteworthy, a five-star rating takes two seconds. You click the button. A yeah. review, two minutes. Hey, yeah. love the lads. Great show. And it'll it'll be exponentially uh, beneficial for your show. Yeah, mm, definitely. Rate and review. Rate and right. review is a big thing. Right yeah. yeah, right. Well, thank you, everyone. And we'll see you again. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Cheers. Thank you. <laughs> see you. Yeah.